0: History. <sighs> the history of hell.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, goblins and ghouls, lock your doors. Prepare don't to flee in terror. Don't go check out that sound in the other room, it'll kill you. Don't trip when you're running away from the killer, and for God's sakes, run faster, man. Don't pick up that hitchhiker ever don't close the mirror of your bathroom ever something's definitely right behind you there's no doubt about it stop doubting your kids when they tell you that a man was spidering across the ceiling in their room with his head spinning around over and over again and blood pouring from his anus for christ's sakes pack your bags and get the fuck out of there single mother from the horror movie get you and the kids out before you all die they told you not to buy the house from the 1800s with the full graveyard in the back, but it was on sale. It was a good price, so we don't need electricity, right? And this ghost is fine. That's right, everyone. We're keeping up the spooktacular spooky time here on Film History. The, the history,
0: history of Film. Of film.
1: <laughs> Woo. I here,
2: but- that was... A spectacular intro, and I'm so proud of you for not like stuttering on it. Like that was a one take wonder. <laughs> that was incredible.
1: You know the
3: rust. Damn of- it! The audience doesn't know that. <laughs> they should
2: know it. They deserve to know that he did that in one take. That was the first time we tried that. This
1: is what happens when we have a uh, consistent recording schedule. I don't lose it. You know, <laughs> I don't get that rust yeah. that, that forms over you. Yeah. So yeah, we're here today with a very special episode, a uh, spooktacular episode all about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know
3: know this is a Halloween-themed episode, but I really would like to give a shout-out to all the loggers and woodworkers and ice sculptors out there. (laughs) <laughs> who could really appreciate another masterpiece such as Texas Chainsaw
2: Massacre? Absolutely. Do you guys know about that that one dude? And I uh, shoot, I don't know his name. That's a crime. But uh, he's a uh, he's Clint Eastwood's like son-in-law, and huh. he does sculptures with Trent, a chainsaw. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> He does trines <laughs> <laughs> with the chainsaw. chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> with the chainsaw. <laughs> he does uh he does sculptures yeah, with a chainsaw like he carves up like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah people does. do that. Yeah, it's, it's a big thing.
1: It's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, man, and it's very dangerous. I love watching people do it. His uh, name is
2: uh, s- I have his name. It's Stacy Stacy's Poor poor Poitras. Poitras. Thank you. Poitras. Sweet. That's awesome.
1: Shout out to him, and yeah, Dev, I second that. Shout out to everybody who has to use a chainsaw for a living. And who knows, maybe they were were inspired by this movie, you know.
3: Shout out to all the party bros and gals out there who are creating their ice luges on spring break.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, that shit's impressive. So I want to introduce the other voice in the room that you hear right now is a very special guest. He is my longtime co-writer and collaborator on all things film and television nick fazikas is yeah. in the house
4: hey what's up guys <laughs> oh. i'm here i'm finally here. i'm
3: here <laughs> way to bring the enthusiasm right really, really lit the show on fire there
1: <laughs> Woo! sorry Ooh. i gotta get by. energy yeah yeah, you can't see it, but Nick just clapped two beers together and chugged them in his mouth like Stone, stone cold, cold Steve Austin. Um, but yeah, I thought Nick would be a perfect guest today as well because
2: he's from Texas. Well, we always we always let our guests pick their topic. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Nick yeah. specifically requested Texas Chainsaw Massacre because... Because this is the only one that
4: they had for whores. Uh, besides Nosferatu, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know shit so about Nosferatu, yeah. but I do know... A well no, Waterworld's not the a horror you Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. No, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre World because was it was horror it people a <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, me too. But uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre does have a special place in my heart because well, one, I'm from Texas. Um two, I am a horror movie fan. I love horror movies. They were my babysitters growing up when my parents yeah. wanted to have a babysitter, they'd give me five dollars and me and my brothers would go pick out a whole, you know, bunch of horror movies oh, and for sure.
1: watch them oh. all. night. Damn. I had,
3: so your babysitter abused you too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My friends and I when we were Absolutely. about when that we makes. were my friends and I when we were like ten years old ish would go into the blockbuster and uh we would try to rent rated R movies and they usually would say like you need a you need an adult and we would go, Oh man, you gotta get dad out of the car to come in this time, dude. Last time he like he beat me pretty bad last time. <laughs> and the guy behind the counter would always go, Oh, hey, hey, I'll just rent it to you. <laughs> oh my worry. god, he, he just really? <laughs>
0: He
4: slides it in a well, Billy Madison gotta box. Well, you got also keep
1: this in mind, if
3: I'm if I'm not mistaken, James, this was in Mississippi. Mississippi.
2: <laughs> this was like a blockbuster in the middle of the woods. I thought you, you were going to be like – my daddy and mama died years ago. We didn't even have in a, a train block accident. <laughs> no, but the reason you wanted this episode is because it was a filmed a in, the, in the place you grew up, like the little town, right? Yeah, yeah, like well, yeah well, and it's all very a, Texas. Yeah. Like the
1: the making of the movie is all. I'm gonna get into it here. But but yeah, it they filmed very, all around my yeah. my
4: hometown. They, uh,
1: you know, I think they did a lot in Austin. They did yeah. some in Dallas. And they, it did wonders for the Texas film industry. Like this was one of this was one of those '70s films that. Really bolstered like the film industry in Texas. This is why they do films there today, is because mm-hmm. they were doing these down there in Texas in the 70s. <laughs> but yeah, it goes without saying that this is one of the most influential films of all time. This was 1974, one of the best decades for horror, and it was written, directed, and produced all by a guy named Toby Hooper. But he it's spelled T O B E Hooper, but it's Toby. And th- wow. yeah, and if he didn't get bullied in high school, <laughs> I don't know who He, he probably kind of did. He was like a real like he was like a hippie guy. He was a real hippie type of dude in Texas. He was from Austin. And uh, this movie, uh, you might recognize Toby Hooper's name from the last episode, talking about he directed Poltergeist. After this, oh, uh, okay. this movie kind of uh. launched him to fame, you know. And this was like his first big thing you know, was Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Yeah.
3: Now I'm hoping there wasn't another slight beginning of series of accidents since this, this wasn't included in our cursed films, but I mean, Am I? Is there some foreshadowing here? Yeah, Did yeah, some yeah. people fucking die on this movie? Uh,
1: nobody died, but people got real close. You know, <laughs> this this was another <laughs> oh, nightmare to yeah, shoot. Yeah, this was sure. a nightmare to shoot uh-huh. this thing. There were people who. Is this another
3: case of a uh, method directing? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There was a guy. One of the actors, the guy who played the hitchhiker, I have his name here, but I can't remember it. Uh, he was in Vietnam. He was in the war, and he said filming this movie was worse. What? <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> things got really, uh, things got pretty bad on set, and I cannot wait to tell you. Is about it
2: possible it. to film a horror movie without making it an actual nightmare? <laughs> like, no, I guess not. You no, just, you have to torture
1: people in order you to gotta get, that, get real, that real feel. That yeah. real feel to it. Uh, <laughs> the way you you're gonna get like these... that
2: is to make people really scared.
4: Yeah, yeah. To and make like, people... for this type of movie at the time it was made, it was like '74. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like not.
1: It was like taboo. I mean, yeah. it was banned in a lot of places. Yeah, it was. A lot of people forget. These are the years of Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, you know, Rolling Stones is doing their whole, like, devil thing, yeah, and everybody's... It like this is sa- like... Uh, what was it called? Satanic Panic. The Satanic or, Panic. Well, know, I guess that was... This, a li-
4: was that a little bit... No, I guess that was... It was
1: around... It was before and during. Yeah. They they definitely had a pretty long one. But these movies were coming out, and this didn't, this didn't have anything to do with Satan, but it was just this i talk about that like 70s horror feel you know yeah. it just feels sinister there's something mm-hmm. about that 70s film that gave them that.
3: i'm telling you it's because in the 60s everyone dropped acid and ate mushrooms and was happy and in the 70s everyone just started doing blow all oh, right <laughs> they got cocaine. real dark <laughs> real quick yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting very interesting that yeah the cocaine the ethos of like you got to think of what is the what drugs or culture are influencing the artists? What music? What you know? What are people doing in their downtime when they're going to write these scripts? They're not fucking smoking weed anymore. Yeah, no. They're like freebasing meth.
2: Toby Hooper <laughs> yeah. did say
1: he was on a lot of shit when he wrote this. Really? He was like he was watching the news on. I mean, acid. it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Well, yeah. wait,
2: wasn't this based off of the dude who made furniture out of people's skin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Ed Game. game. Okay. And this, Ed Gein,
1: Ed Gein, Ed Gein, however you want to say it, but this was, um, Psycho was also based on him in the 60s.
2: Okay, whoa, well, how old is this skin uh, skin furniture oh, man? Bro. Oh, he was in the that
1: f- was 50s, 50s, I think. So, yeah. oh, basically, wow. dude, even when I
4: was a kid, the reason why everybody thought it was real at least the Texas Chainsaw Massacre—the movie, like mm-hmm. why it was based on a real story—is because that was one of the first times people put
2: "based on a real story" when right. it was. Right. Yo, that actually in a real freaked story. me out as a kid. Yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid, and I was like, "Well, I asked my parents, but like, how true was the story? Is he still out there? Like, it was a genius is, marketing. Is he, tool? Is he coming?
4: I, mean, <laughs> I even had kids tell me, like, when we were growing up, like, "No, it's real. Like, I know all yeah. about it. And I'm like, "No, because like I, I too, at, you know, up until a certain age, until I think maybe we got the internet. In my house, that. The internet. That uh, so you was. You know what I mean?
2: Everybody. So that was like a. You know, th- then I was able to like really. Wait, what do you mean when you got the internet? Like you moved out of like a rural area and it's like a. No. No, dude, the, the internet was, was like invented when we were kids. <laughs> 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 no what? one had What are you internet talking about? <laughs> <before>? <laughs> Like there was a t-
1: we had dialogue bro, and that was <laughs> yeah. when I was like 11 or 12. <laughs> when I was 5 years old, my mom
3: Drake's like,
1: <laughs> "Yeah, go ahead."
3: He's like, "That's a is that a new TV show? When
1: was it made? The internet." When I was 5 years old, and people he's not that, yeah.
4: that much younger or younger know, than us yeah. either. When I was so. like
1: 5, my mom showed me a new home computer that she and my dad bought and she said it had the internet on it. I don't know what the fuck yeah. she was talking about. I was probably a little older actually. I just remember getting
4: that plastic card and it had AOL yeah, well, 2.0 <laughs> you get them on it for free like at, yeah, at the, theater. the Time you could just type in the code on and shit, and at it the like movie
1: theaters. You get you get the AOL test for free at the movie <laughs> yeah But,
4: anyways, when it, what I was trying to we say, is I just, couldn't like, just access. find information. On yeah. The internet to- was
1: still in black and white at the
4: time. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's crazy is that really when I started to, uh, I actually did for college credit in high school a report in a criminal justice class that was what do you consider a monster? And I chose Ed Gein yeah. because I knew so much about him from looking it up when we first yeah. got the internet that, like, I already had this whole thing planned out for it and shit like that. But right. I got to learn even more and dive deep into the actual yeah. truth behind what – you know, what – these movies are based off of. My biggest nightmare
2: is living in a world without the internet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ed Gain, come on by, as long as he's got Wi-Fi.
2: (laughs) As long as he's got a hotspot in his pocket, he can carve me up every he wants. And it's
1: interesting, because Ed Gain, he, he, I mean, he was, (laughs) they call Ed Gain a serial killer, but he really killed, he only killed two people, Yeah, and he was was a grave digger more than anything. He He would dig up up women's graves and make furniture out of their bones. Oh yeah, and he would make dresses out of their skin.
4: Yeah, so he would like stand around graveyards and see like you know people funerals and stuff, and then later
2: on he would just come doop yep. doop the fresh. Oh. Yeah. Has there ever been a movie made just, uh, specifically well, about him, like I'm, not romanticized? Not yeah, such a time. it was more like like, like a biopic almost. Yeah, go okay. ahead, Dad. Uh.
3: I'm I'm really not as upset with Ed game now. like <laughs> Those people. <laughs> They're already dead. Like, <laughs> if he just didn't kill any of those two people, would this really be? The no, not bad? at all. Like, but it's, it's, it you, like, it's the movies bodies. that were it's the
4: movies <laughs> that were based off of him that create created the monster. Yeah. Wait. So,
2: what the two people he did kill? What did he just yeah. run out of corpses no, in the cemetery? He, no. Or? Like
4: he. Well, he did
1: some fucker. He murdered. Like, but but like, but why? Did,
2: did he run out of bodies in the cemetery? Like yeah, what, well, what? He was building in a, a suit. I think he was, just <laughs> he the, ta- he was the town weirdo. <laughs> his, whole
1: ta- his whole house by that point was made of. Yeah, he people. was the town weirdo. Well, what
4: happened was, is his mom. He was like, it was like the Norman Bates story. Like mm-hmm. his mom, like once she died, I think he dug up her body yeah. and put it back in the house. Yeah. But then eventually, I think maybe just had the. She rotted like, away. or he, something. He found the opportunity to kill a shop owner's mother. Because the day before, when he was going he to pick up something mom. from the shop, he the the son the guy was like, "I'm going to go uh, basically hunting or fishing tomorrow. My mom's going to be here, so if you need anything, just come through. The place will be open." Yeah. And he went there and he killed her, and then he took her in their delivery truck and brought her back to the house. Whew, terrifying. And that's how they initially oh. caught Ooh. him was that was the last time. But he had her hung upside down in the barn, like gutted. Yeah, the Down cops. The middle, it was one of those, like, like real-life real, like, situations
1: where the cops were puking and shit yeah. when they showed up. Whoa. Well, yeah. and, and that's houses. what got them
4: caught, though, is because they had, there was a blood trail from, like, basically, you know, streaking out to where the truck was. Their truck was missing because it was the shop truck. Yeah. And then they just found it. They, like, it was probably Ed Gein. He's the only one that knew oh, that it was sure. gone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. He was not a smart
1: man. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> he was, like, he was as Forrest Gump if Forrest Gump didn't go to Vietnam, <laughs> but, like, lived in the <laughs> middle of nowhere.
3: If he didn't kill anybody...
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. I understand. And
3: all it was just digging yeah. up, you know, some dead bodies and fucking them and stuff like That's- that. Awesome.
2: <laughs> Still greatly depraved. Um, was he fucking them, too? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs>
1: oh, more than likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean...
3: <laughs> who else are you going to find I fight? mean, if you Come were that nasty enough to, to pull up, up <laughs> a dead body with out of a house full of human furniture, You're laid in your bed. Do you going to play
4: with it?
1: Google his furniture. This man was talented, let's be honest. <laughs> this man was talented. You seen his talented. nipple belt? Yes. He had a nipple belt. Hey, yes. you, you know, chair?
3: You know who else? You, dude, do you know who else made furniture? Uh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> uh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Ed Gaines? Yeah, Ed Gaines. That's, hey, yeah, hey don't Ed. you ever compare Jesus and Ed Gaines together.
4: You horrible, well, horror. I'm just man.
3: saying, man. You know, maybe he's not all that oh, bad. I don't
1: know. Just... That'll be our merch. Jesus Hashtag. was also
4: raising people from the dead. <laughs>
1: yeah. It'll be our merch will be Ed Gaines' face, and it'll say, Jesus made furniture too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey,
4: God, God, you know I ain't a part of
1: this.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh.
2: That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. That was <laughs> Back crazy. to Cagney. That's definitely going to be our first <laughs> fucking merch. That, 100%. Yeah, that's so depraved. I but, love it. But you see, but he wasn't, he wasn't all there upstairs. No, no, no. Okay. I
1: mean, uh, you know, you can imagine the type of guy who. <laughs> and the weirdest thing is, is, everybody around town knew him as like nice old Ed. Like, uh, he I the, think he, he would, like he was the, yeah, like, he's that weird guy that walks
4: around and gives kid, kids
2: candy, yes. but they tell him not to eat it when he's he walks in the same by. They're like, do Blue overalls eat Don't eat
1: every day and that like <laughs> conductor hat that he wore. So and he, he just, he yeah. was, a,
2: he, he, but he was like a, a, a Lenny, I like the rabbits type guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah okay, exactly. all right, yes, yes. Genius. That
4: nipple belt, though, man, if it was today's day, bro, that nipple people belt would have gone huge on TikTok or yeah. Instagram, and then, uh, then Louis Vuitton would have made an yep. Ed Gein collection. An Defin- Ed Gein Gein collection. I don't think so. You
1: got, like, Macy's selling Ed <laughs> Louis Gain collection Gain. furniture. If, Louis, if he Louis Gain didn't Gain
4: murder
0: <laughs>
1: people. he didn't
4: murder people. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about Kanye West right now. He's wearing the masks and yeah. shit. Who's to say that Louis Vuitton wouldn't make an Ed Gein mask? <laughs> I... I
1: we should put this
4: in a in a, in a movie somewhere. Well, if we're doing it, we get uh, money for it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say it right now. Halloween, Louis Yo, Vuitton. Louis, Ed Gein
3: Bro, Louis Vuitton's Ed Gein mask would be 100% human source ingredients yeah. oh yep. as a protest to fucking animal use oh, leather. It would be made oh, of
2: the people it, yeah. that can't afford Louis Vuitton, <laughs> it, which is it, all it's fucked up. People, it's people who donate their bodies. Yeah, to donate the your arts. body to Louis. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the DMV, you can get a Louis Vuitton symbol put on your driver's license. And that means you donated your body to Louis Vuitton. Oh, that's
4: fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. that's how it goes. Yep, Louis, v. Louis V. Me. <laughs> yeah, are,
1: Louis Vimi. Hashtag Louis Vimi. Another spooky, uh, cool spooky fact about this episode is uh, tomorrow, <laughs> October the 11th, is 47 year anniversary of this movie coming out. Wow. October the 11th, 1974. 47 and it was in '74. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I mean, as as above, (laughs) so below. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, this thing, one of the craziest parts about this movie, I mean, besides everything, is it was this cheap... Acid fueled independent film. Oh really? Yeah, like as big as I would argue, like some Disney. Oh franchises. dude, it was it was it what? was yeah. Just it, so, it's they have thing. oh dude, they've got they the had Texas
2: Chainsaw Massacre ride over at the uh, merch. <laughs> I just bought Nick a Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. cup for sick his as, for his sick birthday. As fucking, <laughs> sick as fucking. Cup they've got I've had. they've
1: got like ride sequels, <laughs> prequels, remakes, comic books, video games, theme park <laughs> rides.
4: Say this, bro. Is the there the a video game for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It's pretty cool. The okay. first movie was made for eighty thousand up to one hundred yeah. and twenty thousand, and it grossed thirty million. Yeah,
2: what's
1: the what's the inflation calculation on that? I've got it right here. In nineteen seventy three, everything it came out to be around like one hundred and forty grand, all said and done. And when you run that through the old inflation calculator, that comes around to a modern day seven hundred thousand dollars. So it was under a million basically. And yeah, like Nick said, it opened at thirty million dollars, and that's the equivalent to like one hundred and sixty million. So if you made a movie for seven hundred grand, it opens at one hundred sixty million. Sliced. Yeah. (laughs) And it was, I mean, and this this was credited with like the originating a lot of that stuff, like uh, you know elements that are common in the slasher genre. Basically, the use of power tools as a murder weapon. This was like the first one to do that, really. Uh, The characterization (laughs) of a large. Like, hulky, like, killer. Yeah. That I mean, Michael Myers, you know, Jason Voorhees. This is before all that? Yeah, yeah, this is before that. all that. Wow. This is your first, fact, like, this big... one held,
4: like, the thing until Halloween came. Is yeah. this, like, the first slasher film?
1: This is kind of one of the first slasher films in a way. Wow. This was... Well, there's, this... like,
4: there's been a couple, but not on this big of a... Like, right. On the, this big of a hit.
1: And it originated, like, more violence against women in these movies than, like, James Cagney, <laughs> Clark Gable, and James Bond all combined. You know? <laughs> like... <laughs> (laughs) James Cagney and Clark Gable couldn't imagine sawing up a woman with a chainsaw. (laughs) You know that was way before their time, or uh, after after their time. Yeah, that was uh, way AC. You know. (laughs) Before we get into like the, I'm gonna get really deep in the weeds with production. So before that, I just want to get into the plot of this thing. I want to kind of just in case you've never seen it. Um, that's what I usually
2: do. I'll I, tell you a little bit about it and I'm thinking I've only seen the newer ones the one like was there one that came out like it was six or something there was a lot of them yeah. that came
1: out. Yeah there was a this was a whole a whole deal.
2: Are we getting into the whole franchise? Yeah cool. well,
1: I'm gonna mainly talk about the first movie. okay. Um, but then we're gonna talk a little bit and Nick knows a lot about the uh, the whole franchise. so we are gonna get into that. Well, not a lot, oh. but I
4: know a, 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 enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sally Hardesty played by Marilyn Burns. Her paraplegic brother, Franklin, played by Paul A. Partain, and their friends, Jerry and Kirk, who is Alan Danzinger and William Vale, and Pam, Terry McQuint, McMinn. They all are going to visit the grave of the Hardesty's grandfather to investigate reports that uh, there's been some vandalism and grave robbing going on in their grandfather's plot in Texas. And so that's kind of, you kind of get that Ed Gain feel already. They're like, they're basically going out to see what's going on with their grandfather's grave, and they think somebody stolen his body and made it into furniture or something. <laughs> <laughs> happened a lot over there.
3: Clearly, somebody needs to open a furniture store in Texas because there's a high demand for furniture. You never furniture know where your furniture's coming needed. from in
1: Texas, that's for sure. Why does it smell like that? But. <laughs> So afterwards, so they figured they're going to go up there and they're just going to visit the old Hardesty family homestead while they're there. Their grandfather had like a big house and a ranch in Texas. And along the way, they pick up a hitchhiker because it's the 1970s. They're in this like cool like van, you know, they're doing like 70s van people and they're smoking it's like weed. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's like Scooby-Doo, but everybody actually gets killed in the end.
2: You know? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: they pick up this crazy hitchhiker and this is the guy I was telling you about. This actor was the one who was the Vietnam vet, um, and right away, there's something wrong with this guy that they've picked up. Like this man is not a normal dude. <laughs> he's 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 like, you know, going a little crazy in the back of the van. And but hey, man, you know, it's the '70s. He's probably just on a bunch of acid. Everything's fine. <laughs> so then he like takes one of the guy's pocket knives and he, like, cuts himself on the arm and he's, like, rubbing blood all over his face and then he, like, kind of slashes another guy and it's just... This guy's, like, going nuts in the van. Whoa. And so they're like, whoa, dude. It's up, PCP? Yeah.
3: <laughs> this guy just... This guy just ran away from MKU. That's all. They picked It was a young...
4: It was a young Charles Manson just hitchhiking <laughs> yeah, to just California. He's like,
0: yeah, yeah, he yeah,
3: was, yeah, yeah. No, it's... A, but a brief A brief side note I was thinking about this earlier When you were describing How the production Was like heavily Like a bunch of people Are doing acid And it was very like Crazy and running gun And dangerous I go I know how to solve The Manson murders You can prevent them You just gotta give them A bunch of fucking Camera equipment And let them run <laughs> around The hills making yeah, a movie Yeah Definitely <laughs> They were too preoccupied And not, not killing like, oh, I you seen? know Maybe they'd still Have you seen the latest
1: Roman. Manson film dude It's wild <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> It would've been what fucking timeline <laughs> no.
3: are we living in? With Charles Manson as the next but you talk Ketcher. Yeah, you talk about you
2: talk about a hellish method of directors. He would have like literally murdered an yeah. actor on screen. Yeah, like, I'm in, sure they in, did in, that and, anyway. Yeah, I'm sure we've seen it.
3: But. <laughs> we've seen it. But it was for the art. It's
1: <laughs> for the art. They just say like that actor uh, retired after this movie and went and bought a farm. Some movies
4: no one are one like that though, dude. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Green Inferno. Yeah. It was so so gory that they arrested him on like seven like seven counts of murder and or cannibal to... cannibal yeah uh, cannibal holocaust. holocaust that's it and We're they, they an had episode about they mur- that. yeah they fucking like charged yeah. him with murder they and they had stuff. to bring the wait
3: a yeah. minute. So they thought that that was real, but it
4: was a special thing. Yes. 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 Yeah, They charged them, and they had to in have Italy. each of the actors come in, come in just to make sure. Hey, I'm not yeah. hitting... I'm yeah, right there was here. a lady who had to come to court oh in Italy That's
1: to prove so that she was alive. Wow. They thought that they had flayed. Bro, I'm man.
4: talking about every person that was murdered in that movie. He got account for. Yeah. What? Why? So how they many? How many figure. fucking Do people not know what movies are? The... I mean, it's a it's a classic. It was it huge, was but I don't know a. if it was really awards. I think there was more controversy amongst anything. I don't know though. I don't know much about but it. could have was awards. This is way back in the day. So did like.
3: The you know the know special effects the department win all the fucking awards. You that would think year?
4: so, but the thing <laughs> yeah. is, is Cannibal Holocaust was so gory. I think they banned it in a lot of places. It might have even been banned in America for a while. That was
1: 1980.
2: Wow. Yeah, we know what movies are by it was then. Italy, what then. What a man! It was, Italy. What, it was Italy. I this is there's this Rain makes no sense. Inferno was like
1: the new, like an improved yeah. Cannibal Holocaust, yeah. right? They, They're like, the similar yeah. stories. Absolutely, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> They don't, uh, they don't watch movies in Italy. They just, like, eat the spaghetti <laughs> and, and whack, spaghetti. whack of my brother. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? Fall down while playing
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, this guy's in the back of the van going nuts. He's all, woo, you know, going crazy and shit. And they're like, whoa, dude, you got to get out. So they you kick this guy back, out. out <laughs> you got to get out of the van, dude. Yeah. They kick this guy out, and... He, like, wipes, smears blood on the side of the van as they're, like, going by and shit. Real bad omen here. yeah, Not a great start to this Texas trip, you know? (laughs) (laughs) These kids uh, are getting into the shit, and they don't know it. So they stop at this old Texas gas station for some fuel and, you know, whatever else you'd need. And, uh, you know, these places are like the police station, the post office, the mayor's office, you know, all in one. And you get your gas here, you know. It's just some <laughs> old dude spitting in a spittoon. one guy. Sitting
4: on the front patio. <laughs> what what <right>? y'all need? <laughs> uh, we need 20. Fill her up.
1: Yeah, we ain't got 20 like 20 back in that day was like. That's like $10,000. Ch- <laughs> yeah, three <four laughs> trucks filled. $20. That's, that's more than I paid for this whole gas station.
2: <laughs> I ain't never seen Slash a before. i ain't never House. seen a twenty-four. <laughs> Who's this
1: man on the $20 bill? Is that Andrew, Andrew James Jackson? <laughs> so this guy comes out in overalls doing the whole Andrew Allen Poe? And uh, he says, uh, We ain't got no more gas. Sonny, you gotta go elsewhere. And they're like, Well,. We know that's not true. But it's we're like, well, not gas. There ask is a house. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> a house down <laughs> yeah, the street. Basically. And if you ask them. They yeah, real nice. You where you going. <laughs> yeah.
2: Basically, that's well, kind of he sent them like up the road. Oh, so he's like working with him. He's like yeah. feeding them. Where a gas station doesn't have gas, but the farmhouse does. Yes, he's this feeding is, them people. This is so sus dude. Like yes. I, I would not. No, I think no, he this... probably
4: leads him down a one like road that like leads off into the middle of the yeah. country where that's the
1: only thing out there. Mm. To this day. This shit creeps me the fuck out because, Mm. again, like, all of us grew up in a southern... In Mississippi, when I had to go really rural places in Mississippi and I would stop at a gas station for directions, every time I thought, are they sending me to a murder house? (laughs) Because after this movie, I thought any directions that I got in the country were absolutely going to wind up with me being made into furniture, for sure. And nine out of (laughs) ten times... It was a murder house. (laughs) (laughs) There, you're
4: not here. You're a ghost. (laughs) Welcome to the Halloween special, guys.
3: James, James is just terrible at directions. You should have been murdered by now, long ago.
1: (laughs) So yeah, it's I'm I'm here.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But are you really? Are
1: you really though? So they they head on down the road for the uh, farmhouse gas that the guy's sending them to. And when they get there, um, some of the kids go off. They see, like, a pond nearby, and it's really hot. So it's the 70s, so we're just going to go jump in this pond, you know. And yeah, I guess, uh, let's be honest, my me as a teenager, too, you know, we were definitely jumping in, like, random-ass random yeah. ponds right. all the time. Just, just
2: where, where the outhouse, like, gets emptied out. Like, yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: We were swimming in a lake for years, and a guy finally came up to the chain-link fence on the edge of the lake, and he's like, you guys know this is, like, just oh, an oil a oil dump. Oh, no, <laughs> like, that's a shitter. You know, like, the GM parts factory up the road just dumps all their shit into here, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, probably, I probably have, like, a third on. Arm coming to me one day the house I, to mm, go this lake tastes like cancer <laughs> yeah it was like rainbow oil on the top of the lake it was pretty bad listen to red flag but, yeah so yeah kirk goes up to the door and he's knocking he's looking for gas and he's hello is there gas in here yeah, that's what he's doing he's just yelling I like some gas anyway gas? i got gas oh my
3: god <laughs> I just had the visual of It's Always Sunny, of them going, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> garbage bags it's
1: full of gas. Of gas. Oh, my God. <laughs> I
3: tell you, I got to something for you. Uh, and they're
1: all in tuxedos. <laughs> oh, my God. That's one of my favorites. That was yeah, definitely one of the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and so Kirk's knocking, but at some point, he just walks on into the house. Like, this is, and this was, again, you know, the 70s were a wild time where, Serial killers ran rampant in the 70s. Is like
2: just walking into random houses. That's no one not
1: locked their fucking doors. There was a guy who literally would what was his name? He the, would not, or he'd go, and if your would, door was if locked, if it was locked, he, he wouldn't go like, in, right. he would leave but you alone. But if alone. it was, he if he was, was unlocked, he would come in. I forget who that was. Yeah, he was like the Sacramento vampire. Yeah, yeah, no, if, uh, if, I can't remember. If I mean, the mean, is unlocked, Mary. Richard. No, wasn't no, it? No, yeah, the door's unlocked you're getting murdered. Yes, and people were still like, Oh, it's fine, don't lock it. We have a lock on the door but we don't even use it oh, people it. in the 70s prided themselves on not having to lock their doors we got the safest county yes. on this side of yes. fucking Texas, and the police would tell them that shit you don't need a lot we got the safest damn county <laughs> years i mean that's really what it was yeah though.
4: even in, in like my neighborhood growing up i lived in a well i lived in a very rural town where like yeah you know, if there was only a, one person out there breaking into houses, and you know what I mean, you knew who we'll he was. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've
2: always been a serial locker, like to the point where, like, always, I almost annoyed my parents growing up because I would, they'd be working out in the yard and stuff, and I would go in, and by muscle memory, I would lock the door, and yeah. so my parents would just be locked out of the house, so have to come and bang on the windows, like, let me back in. i was well, like, oh, I'm sorry. It's better than these people. <laughs> they getting vampire murdered. <laughs> and in this Sacramento. case, and in
1: this case, Kirk wishes that the door was locked for his sake. He's not breaking in to kill people. <laughs> But he walks in this house, and pretty much like immediately when he's in there, fucking huge guy shows up. a door opens, giant man in like an apron, and you know he's got a weird leather mask on that's like made of skin, and he's holding this big hammer, and the actor was six foot four, three hundred and fifty pounds. Wow so like this dude is huge, fucking. Kills Kirk right away yeah, with a hammer. Yeah, just one to, to the head. Yeah, Don't. boom, boom. Kirk's out. Kirk's dead. And he didn't get the chainsaw treatment. That's like He didn't get the gas either. <laughs> he didn't get the gasoline <laughs> or the chainsaw treatment. He just got hammered in the head, wow. drugged down to the basement. When
3: you think about it, that's not that bad of a way to go comparative oh, to Oh, absolutely. I'd rather get one true. good <laughs> thump
1: on the head with a big hammer and just be out. That is very true, actually. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so Kirk's dead, and uh, Pam's still waiting outside, you know, and she's just like, what's going on with this guy? He was yelling for gas, and now I don't hear anything. So she goes in, too. Why not? I'll just go in this, you know, old abandoned Texas farmhouse rather than going to get the rest of the kids. I'm just from, going to go in alone. From the watering hole. Yeah. And Leatherface comes back out and snatches her up and drags her to the basement, and she's, like, screaming and shit. like it's a quick movie. Oh, that's
4: the one where she, he, like... Puts her on the meat yeah, hook. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Ugh, hangs he's, her up on a she's meat still hook. Still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: That's why you want to get the thump in the head. You don't <laughs> want the meat hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get the meat
0: hook,
4: that means you're probably gonna be turned into some stew later.
1: Yeah, on. for sure. I mean, you're already gonna be furniture at some point. <laughs> but if you get the meat hook, you're, you're gonna stewed. be eaten. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. And uh, she she tries to get away, but you know it doesn't work. Leatherface gets her ass, gets her on a meat hook, and uh, he makes her watch as he butchers Kirk with the chainsaw. So now Kirk's getting the okay, chainsaw. He's already dead. He's already dead. He okay. didn't even get to enjoy his chainsaw suck moment. If he just yeah. g- became
2: conscious again, like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. He <laughs> 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 you know, you got the worst of like, the whole thing. <laughs> this seems like it's a really quick movie. the whole movie, thirty minutes. Like, yeah, that's people, it. That's that's it. That's just it's just over and No,
1: it it kicks off man like it really kicks off like immediately toby hooper didn't waste any time he was like this is what you're in for so how many how
2: many kids are at the watering hole getting cancer there's like three there's like three
1: kids at the watering hole getting cancer two of them just got got
2: okay so now we're now we just have these three left
1: yeah yeah
3: that's so in brand with somebody on acid (laughs) (laughs) right
1: totally yeah like let's not waste any time here
3: you know how we're going to open it up? Bam! Hammer to the face, <laughs> Right there. We're
1: just gonna... Yeah, and he throws Pam. He takes her off the hook, and he throws her inside a freezer. So now she's going she's gonna to be frozen. Still and, alive? Uh, yeah, she's still alive. Cool. They find her a little bit later, actually. She, like, comes and pops out of the freezer and stuff. Whoa. And um, I won't give you much more than that because cool. I really want you to watch this thing. Yeah. But it leads to, spoiler alert, this is a house for cannibals. This, like, family, the Sawyer family is this family of... Texas Cannibals And the gas station guy Sends is, them Is meat. this
2: Is one of these movies Where they stop Into a uh, Like a A deli or something uh, First And they eat the food And they're like The food tastes weird here And then they discover uh, later That it was human
1: food Is that meat. in a later movie?
4: Uh, that doesn't sound like
1: yeah. it to me But
4: also Like I said The newer reboots Sweeney And Tot? all those things That's true, like, I Sweeney didn't Tot. really watch Too many of the more. The yeah movies. Okay I didn't think I've... they were ba- The one I saw I think I saw the very first remake Yeah it was good But I kind of Kind of got played out with it. I, I want to yeah. say I'm
2: thinking of the remake or reboot in 2003. I think that's the one I saw. It was either that or the one Chex changed Chainsaw on Massacre: The Beginning in 2006. That's right.
1: pretty cool. They're feeding the town folk with it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you
2: know, yeah. in the okay. the second one is uh, they're they're having a
4: chili cook-off, and the the like the head of the family of the Sawyer family <laughs> wins every year, and it's because he's putting human meat. Oh my chili. god, that's awesome.
2: Did you guys know there was one this year?
1: Oh really? Damn. Are they making a new one? They are rebooting all of these It's distributed, like, by,
2: it's distributed by Netflix Interesting What got me hooked
4: was The me second hooked. one over the first one Because I remember when we were kids Like I said You know I'd, We would have scary movies as babysitters And uh, I remember one night uh, Me and some friends were having like a sleepover or something And it was pouring down rain So we went and got uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 And within the first like Three minutes of the movie It's like this chick That uh, uh, works as a Jockey or disc jockey at a radio station, mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as the song stops playing, she's like, "This is your KF Up whatever the in the in the Burke Burnett, Texas Red River Plex, oh, and right. it just so happened to live in Burke Burnett, Texas. Wow! So it fucking freaked out. Yeah, that's freaky. Out. Wow. Cool. And so cool. So like freaky. it was storming, no parents were around. It was just yeah. me and some homies, and we we're like, ah, <laughs> like, freaking <laughs> the fuck out. I and love So I that, think man. that's ultimately what got me really hooked on like. The whole Texas chance on that. Yeah, for sure. Lovely.
1: Well, and it's interesting, because that takes me into the next thing I was going to talk about. I wanted to cite a source here uh, for this first story I'm going to tell. It was an article in Texas Monthly, written in 2004 on the 30th anniversary of the film. And the headline of this thing was, They Came, They Sawed. (laughs) 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 And uh, also, the Texas Monthly, by the way, that's what I call my my periods. (laughs) You know, my... uh, (laughs) and uh the article starts off it says in 1973 a ragtag group of texans scrounged up 60 grand and created a film so violent and visionary that it shocked the world but if you thought the texas chainsaw massacre was strange then you haven't heard the story of how it got made and uh yeah it was this really cool article that i've got a lot of information here from time in texas in 1973 Stephen J. Friedman, he was this guy who he was a producer, he had hit the map as a producer when he made an adaptation of a book, Larry McMurdy's book, The Last Picture Show, in 1971, and he shot that in Texas. And so he was, it was like one of the first Texas productions, and this it's this producer kind of off on his first thing, and the whole, The Last Picture Show blows up. It was Jeff Bridges, Sybil Shepard, Clue Gallagher, it was like this big cast, and the movie blew up. And so this sort of, I mean, it, it didn't break ground. They had already been making stuff in Texas, but this broke ground for like this 70s Texas wave of movies. Yeah. You know, Friedman was back in Texas in 72 to make another one. He was making another McMurdy novel called Leaving Cheyenne. Um, and he changed the title to Loving Molly in 1972. And this was Blythe Danner, Anthony Perkins from Psycho, the movie, the yeah. other movie about Ed Gain, Anthony Perkins is in this thing. Bo Bridges, Jeff's brother, so he just worked with both bridges. <laughs> <laughs> and a hot new director named Sidney Lumet, who had done 12 Angry Men. Wow. Yeah. And an up-and-coming ingenue named Susan Sarandon. That, that, that's, this was like his second Texas in, movie in that an ingenue? He's making. <laughs> yeah, an ingenue. What's an that's, ingenue? That was a word from the article. It's like um, love interest. Like, uh, I,
2: I don't know if I'm putting it the right wait, way. Wait, an up-and-coming love interest? Yeah. I mean, wait, so, like, she was, like, a co-star. The girl that everyone's in love with. But so okay, so she was, like, starring in the movie. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. what role on set is that? Oh, like, no, no, no. <laughs> she was starring She's in the, the movie. She's the crew's love interest. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand. Uh,
3: it is the role of the flutter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And Sidney Lumet, not he did Twelve Angry Men, and then he was gonna do this one. He went on to do Dogs Day Afternoon and uh, Network. Have you ever seen Network? No. Oh my God, Network, so good. Seventies movie about a news anchor that just goes fucking nuts. And he starts he he has this new thing. He like goes crazy on air one day, and he just starts ranting about like the world and the government. And he's, his whole thing is he says, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's, like, his whole thing. And, and he
3: screams it out yeah, the window. Yeah, he screams right? it out the window. Or a bunch of people around the world start Yeah, he
1: gets, like, memed, basically. Whoa. And everyone starts following this guy and the crazy shit that he says. And he becomes, like, they give him his own segment on the news. The movie was kind of loosely based on that uh, news anchor who killed themselves on air. You ever heard about that? Yeah, I seen yeah. that video. It's messed up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was what? in the 70s, yeah, that was in the seventies. This news anchor. It's happened a couple times. What? Yeah, it's
4: like a an uh, a author, on live like a, broadcast. A, a woman author, I think that or yeah, something that a... did it too, like on
1: a talk show. Oh, really? Man, yeah. This lady on the news just like. She I can't remember the exact she gave a reason but then she just blew her head off on live what television. What the fuck? Yeah. And they tried to hide the footage but then it got put on that you can't uh, hide faces the of death. They're like,
4: "Hey, just put it in the deep web." It's yeah. like, "Yeah, people are on the deep web, bro." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Whoa! Yeah, they did put it on Faces of Death. Yeah, they put it on Faces of Death, mm-hmm. that documentary, and that's where like people started to actually people saw sure it for the did. first time. Yeah. If not I've seen who's somebody blow the, their head off on Faces. Who was
2: that? Death. Uh, that one alternative like I, I want to say like rock artist who killed himself live on stage. Oh man, um, was it
1: Gigi Allen? Yeah, Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen killed himself on stage. That I, that, that, that tracks. Wait, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I might have been the one to tell you that. That's
2: crazy. Wait, that's
4: correct. Oh no, like it says. That he would, he promised
2: that he would, but he died from an overdose. Oh, oh man, way to not deliver. Man,
1: you <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs>
2: what a what a cop out, dude. <laughs>
1: dude, he was he was nuts. He would like molest his audience. He was a crazy oh. dude. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Friedman, this producer, he's out there doing this new movie, uh, and he notices this like scruffy, long-haired, twenty-something hippie guy making his way through the food line, and this guy's just getting, like, chicken wings and shit. (laughs) And Steve Friedman is like, are you working on this movie? And the guy's like, no. Hmm. And he's like, well, you can't have the chicken wings if you're not working on the movie, man. (laughs) And so the guy says, fuck you, and takes the chicken wings and goes off and eats some bones and all, I'm sure. And that motherfucker was Toby Hooper. (laughs) That was the man, the myth. The chicken man. The chicken man. The chicken thief. Toby Hooper himself. (laughs) (laughs) And. And before all four hours of this unwatchable, boring bullshit that was Loving Molly that Steve Friedman was making was even done, Toby Hooper, the chicken thief, said, I'm going to make my own damn movie so I can be on set and have all the goddamn chicken wings I want. How about that? Wait, really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 this is, by the way, the way that Toby Hooper puts it. Okay. This is okay. his story. Okay. Right. So maybe, I'm just.
2: Maybe a little bit romanticized.
1: I, maybe a
3: little bit you developed. do know how much acid I had to do to make i had to eat so much acid to go f- decide to want to make a movie because of
1: truth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh toby was friends with this austin politician named bill parsley and i don't know it's one of those situations like in the revolution the american revolution they say that there was a meeting that happened with like John Adams and Alexander Hamilton and, like, George Washington or some shit. And no one knows what happened in the meeting, but everything changed after that. This is that same meeting with this politician that Toby Hooper is happening. No idea what happened in this meeting, but he walked away with $60,000 in 1973 from this Austin politician. And at the time, he was... He was doing, like, documentaries. Okay. He was doing something so about had, the
4: yeah. like, all right, here, here. You had a little, so he had a
1: little bit of film experience. He had some film experience. He was okay. going to school for film. He was okay. directing documentaries. And he was a real Texas dude. Like, okay. he was from Texas. He was Austin proper, you know. And yeah. I think that's probably one of the reasons that this politician wanted to back him. So he know? blew the politician in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't say that. All right. That was Drake's words, not mine.
3: I was going to say, he sounds like an openly Matthew McConaughey.
1: <laughs> I just hope that the that Bill Parsley was like Foghorn Leghorn. I hope he was like a white suit. And he's like, i tell you, i, I tell you, I'm going to give you a movie. I, I say, I say, you better get on your knees here. <laughs> this is he Hoopie started nicknaming episode. him of Blow Me Hooper. <laughs> Blow Me Hooper. They know him as Blow Me Hooper around the office. Uh, you really so might, call call might call. want to edit that one out. Yeah. Ironically, he became what? good
3: friends with Bill Clinton <laughs>
1: later. <laughs> and by the way, at the time, sixty grand. when you run that through the old inflation calculator, that's $330,000 that he Whoa, walked away with after this meeting. That
2: is the best blowjob ever given. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Filmed this thing mostly in, in, and around an old Victorian house in Round Rock, Texas, with a crew that my brother used to live there. Really, Round Rock, yeah, that's where they filmed it. And uh, they had exactly two vehicles: a Chevy van for the film equipment and a broken-down 1964 Dodge Travco motorhome. And that was where the actors got like dressed. Everything, like the entire production, happened out of this RV and a van, basically. Oh my God. And uh, they, yeah, he's like. You know he's he's making his own damn thing here, but he got
3: all the chicken wings you can fucking. (laughs) You know he put that in the budget. All the the
1: chicken wings I can eat, and it's just great because Friedman, at the same time as all this, the producer that like didn't let him eat chicken wings, is making this snooze fest, (laughs) and Toby's over here, you know, killing people with chainsaws. (laughs) I'm sure he knew in the back of his mind, you know, like this is gonna be this movie would go on to. He got poltergeist after this later on because of Steven Spielberg. Spielberg became a huge fan of Texas Chainsaw really? Massacre. Yeah, and it they he says that he got a lot of inspiration from Texas Chainsaw Massacre for certain, like, horror stuff. And Scorsese, uh, Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver, you know, Robert De Niro's character, he's watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, as he's gross. killing people. Wow. Yeah, cool. this, that's how big this thing would become. Taxi you know? Driver's about
2: a guy who kills people? Yeah, that was about a guy who drove a taxi. Uh, man, I, I won't, I'm sorry, people. I won't spoil it for you. He just drives around and picks people <laughs> so, up, and okay. everything goes fine. That's exactly what I was expecting. Yeah, from
1: beginning yeah. to end, everything's fine. Perfect. At the end, it just kind of ends with him like He's retiring. Like, hey, cool. You owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> At the end, it ends with him selling his taxicab medallion for like half a million. But nowadays, you could only get like twenty grand for it. Right. You heard about that whole situation? No. What? Yeah, the New York City taxi drivers who are all like mass committing suicide right now. <laughs> Now. What the fuck? That's a whole different ball game. <laughs> Wait, That's on actually? taxi cab history. The history of taxi cab. <laughs> so, taxi oh, cab well, confession. Because, yeah. because
2: those things are useless now that Uber exists. When
1: you buy a taxi cab, yeah. When you buy a taxi cab and become a driver, you would buy a medallion that would like your license to be mm-hmm. a taxi. And these things ten years ago were like five hundred grand. You would pay like a mortgage on it, basically, and shit. And but you would have it as retirement. When you retired, you'd sell it for way more money, and to a, to you could retire off of that driver. to a new taxi driver. Well, nowadays, these guys bought them for like half a million back in the day, and now they're like 50 grand. Yeah, right, because yeah. of Uber and Lyft. Uber exists, and, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, this big whole thing happened. Holy happening. shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's probably why Robert De Niro started killing people in <laughs> taxi driving. Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> also influenced the Colombo crime family of Brooklyn. They would kill people... Like they did in the movie, (laughs) they would use chainsaws and shit because this movie was so terrifying. They thought they could like add to their terror image with chainsaws and mallets and like yeah, dude. They started using uh, like uh, uh, heavy machinery on people because of this movie. Basically,
2: They're just watching and taking notes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're just like oh, and then you go diagonal through the shoulder blade. (laughs) Yeah, gotcha. But uh, the concept for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre arose in the early 1970s while Toby Hooper was working as an assistant film director at the University of Texas at Austin as a documentary cameraman. And he said basically he was doing these documentaries, and these documentaries were getting really, like, they were doing bleak topics, Mm -hmm. you know, like murder and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it was... It was around that time where you were really trying to make some hard-hitting stuff. And he also said the uh, San Antonio News at the time, I guess he was in San Antonio at this time, he said that uh, at that time they had a real big thing about not censoring the news in San Antonio. The nightly news, you were seeing dead bodies, like, every day. You know, like, it was no nonsense, no blurring. They were showing victims of murderers and shit on the news at night. And Toby Hooper's just sitting there like on acid watching the news, and there's all this insane Holy shit going dude, on. Dude,
2: the past was a wild time. It was a
1: wild time, man. Why
2: was that? It was uh, so, wait, um,. What's the what's the government organization that, like, uh, uh, monitors, like, television, like, stuff that what F- you can show the on? SEC? The, That's, the FCC. Did the FCC yeah. not exist at this time? It
1: did, but after Vietnam, there was a big debate going on about the news, because Vietnam, they felt like they were hiding stuff from us, mm-hmm. and the news began to censor itself to, hi- to protect the general public, and a lot of people, including, like, a lot of southern people, mm-hmm. uh, Said, show us the news. Show us everything. Like, yeah. uh, w- I don't, we don't need to be protected. I see. We just feel like this is, you're lying to us. Okay. You know, it kind of came down to whatever you I'm wanted like, to cover. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You want to see you it? We'll see, show like, you. You kid that's been ran over by an 18 wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> so right.
2: It just yep. became, what was like, that fucking website that you could go on? Like, like Live Lively. The news <laughs> was Lively. <laughs> yeah. Rotten.com. Rotten.com. <laughs> rotten. The news was Rotten.com <laughs> rotten. every day.
1: Poor little, like, poor little college student student acid head Toby Hooper is just seeing just like the like, worst shit. Just
2: on like double barrel shotgun suicides. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like we most... had a
1: guy like this in Mississippi, like long before the nightcrawler movie came out, we had this dude in Columbus, Mississippi weird. This guy would get to a scene of a crime or a crash before anyone, before cops, before like anyone, I, I don't even know how he did it, but he would always get there. He would, just deja- he would just ejaculate. The he would film the murder live. He knew when it was gonna happen. He just bust a nut and then leave. Breaking news coming to you from location. This stream is from- off the chart. A in
3: distress walks
0: eerily by herself
2: down It's on like the park almost path. as if he is the murderer, you know. <laughs> number one on Twitch. Huh. Huh. Yeah, how does he always get there so fast? <laughs> But he also so to his defenses. I was doing it for, for the, the
1: gram. gram <laughs> man. It was awful <laughs> we'll to see it. <laughs> yeah. We got to give the people Wait, what they want. Really
2: quick, when did the news start censoring the the murders again? <laughs> Probably around the 80s. <laughs> 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 probably around the 80s people were like all right
1: we don't want to see it anymore we can turn it off <laughs> that was fun for... we were real mad there for a second but now
2: like we understand it was fun for a decade, <laughs> it was fun no, for a decade. now Let's I'm scarred for life I'm, yeah. I'm beating my kids
1: why do we have all these serial killers <laughs> <laughs> it was like World War II dad had a kid that went to Vietnam and now we're showing dead bodies on the news every day why is everybody going nuts I just don't understand <laughs> I wonder
4: how many serial killers are Vietnam vets
1: dude there was, and there was was also lead or in the air at the time.
4: There
0: was also <laughs> Why
1: was it lead in, the, there lead in the air? All the gasoline was leaded, and all the exhaust fumes had lead in them. I mean, oh, yeah, is that what unleaded means? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never knew what that word meant. <laughs>
2: they had lead in the gas. Why was there lead in the gas?
1: To to weigh it down, to like not burn it so fast, basically. Well,
2: let's let's call the, the weights and balances office to get them on this. <laughs> cag
1: me a top hat. Oh, my God. Um, Back to Cagney. So, Toby Toby also said that one day he was in Austin, Texas during a frantic Christmas shopping season in 1972, and he had an epiphany. He stood in a crowded hardware section of a Montgomery Ward. The Montgomery (laughs) Ward. Yeah, the Montgomery Ward. And he was wary of the holiday spirit, he said, and desperate for an exit. So, basically, he's just waiting in line trying to buy some shit, and it's just the longest line ever.
3: Yeah, but, like... That's Yeah, I was going to say, that's just Montgomery (laughs) Ward. That doesn't really have anything to do with the holiday spirit. It's like you're in a fucking department store. Yeah, and
1: he's basically in line, and he's standing next to a big upright display of a bunch of new chainsaws. (laughs) And so he starts to think... I could get away out of here really fast. Like, just crank one of these bad boys up. I could get to the front of the line as fast as I wanted to, you know? (laughs) And he said this set off a chain reaction in his head. He said he sat down that night on the couch... Thinking back at the chainsaw through the crowd of the Montgomery Ward, and the <laughs> news is playing, and it's just showing all the worst shit. And <laughs> he said he had like an epiphany, this like a chain reaction of story ideas. The whole thing, the the kids in Texas, and the no gasoline, and they can't leave, and they're they're trapped. And it was just like, the most acid spiral from holiday shopping you could possibly oh have. Oh my god! From you know?
2: holiday shopping of all. Yeah, you hear saying, like
1: a like jingle bells say- <laughs> in the background. While he's thinking all this, you know.
2: This Hold on, I, I want to establish the timeline here. He's already gotten the money from the senator. No, no, I oh, went okay. back. I'm sorry, oh, okay, I went back right. in time. Okay,
1: sorry, I set it up and then I went back. Okay, I we should do a little flip, floop. Okay, on the part I, where I, I go thought
2: back. this this guy gave him the money and he, didn't <laughs> and have, <laughs> he, he just went it? and got high at the it, Montgomery. War. Yeah, he didn't have a script yet. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> this was this was him developing okay. the script for the movie. Okay, and the
3: first first batch of money was to invest in all the acid he would be <laughs> he just fills up a bathtub to and gets inside
0: it he's got the uh... to be fair don't you want to yeah yeah yeah, From yeah
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. He said. I don't know what
3: inspired this thinking, but I just swigged the vial <laughs> and stood in line at a department store.
1: <laughs> and yeah, he's got. He's sitting at home. He's thinking about all the shit. All the news is like Watergate, uh, the plane crashing in the Andes. Have you heard about that one? The cannibal no. plane. This plane crashed in the Andes, and they all ate each other. Oh, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, There's a soccer, uh, soccer yeah. movie that was made oh, I, They're yeah. eating butt meat. Yeah. They were eating butt meat and this was this, this was actually, cannibalism yeah. on the news. And knowing the news at the time they probably had a cameraman there to like film them eating bite. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. like, Now just take a bite of it. He's like
4: it's, <laughs> it's hard, it's frozen, they're like just chew Johnny. on it. It's like jerky. <laughs> <laughs> they just got lost. Will anyone come help these poor people? <laughs> it's after. It's after they already rescued them. They made them stay out yeah. there. Made them eat. Recreate it. Eat. Yeah, they, yeah. No, they didn't come. rescue
2: them. They just left. They, they got, they they no, got You the get shot these that chips if you just
4: take
1: a bite For of that. For one penny a day. Like, was there
4: any more of you guys? <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: For one penny a day, you can feed this soccer team. So they have to. They can stop eating. But um, there was also the time where so Watergate's going on, right? And I'm just, I'm again, I'm just speaking from Toby Hooper's. what he's saying is going on. Uh, there was a plane that crashed into a house in Chicago and killed this lady in the house. United Flight 553 crashes into her house and murders So Donnie Darko? Her. Donnie Darko, basically. Literally <laughs> what happened to this woman? She was the wife of an infamous Watergate testifier, basically. It was his wife. He was going to testify against Nixon so wait so he hadn't gate. testified yet no. and this
4: plane hit dude if that's not yes. a warning sign yeah. have I ever heard one
1: yeah they're like look man
0: bro <laughs> ha-
3: hasn't everyone figured it out the CIA's been throwing planes into buildings
1: she was a member of the CIA too that's so funny oh, oh my, my god. god she was she worked for the OSS that's after World War II and bro. got wrapped how up in how big was the CIA. plane it was big, man. It like was a 553. Five I, I mean, mean like, big. how big
4: is that, though? Is that, like, private jet big? Or is it, like, little propeller big? Missile big? It's fucking <laughs> No, Bo- no.
2: I'm just saying it is, like, how accurate Missile you got to be. as a plane. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? With a plane, I'm just trying to think of. <laughs> no, it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Was it, like a, was it yeah, like, like, a commercial airliner, like a Boeing? <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, a They fucking... took out a whole subdivision just to stop <laughs> this lady from talking? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought that was weird though, man. But yeah, that's, that's wild. That's the shit that Toby Hoover's sitting at home watching go down in front of him right now, you know, and he's just thinking like, it's like cannibalism. I <laughs> throw a chainsaw. Chainsaw or somebody <laughs> Holiday oh, shopping, <laughs> he said. I went home, sat down. All the channels just tuned in, man. The zeitgeist blew through, and the whole damn story came to me in what seemed like about thirty seconds. The hitchhiker, the older brother at the gas station, the girl escaping twice, the dinner sequence, people out of country, out of, uh, people out in the country, out of gas, man. And he said he envisioned a Hansel and Gretel, but murder. It was like he wanted, like, the kids I, going to the gingerbread
2: house. I, I love this so much because yeah. uh, I, I, I I relate to that. I know that feeling of just, like, everything just clicks all at once. Yeah. And it's almost like you've already seen the movie, and you're just writing down, oh, like, yeah. a synopsis that you've already, in your head that you've already seen. It happens seen. to us geniuses yeah. all the time. <laughs> it does. You know, us writing geniuses. It does. <laughs> yeah. It's a great feeling. That's so cool. I. I that's just so cool.
1: Yeah. And he teamed up with uh, – uh, this lady he went to school with, Kim Henkel – uh, she was the co-writer on Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Toby. And she was the one who added all the Ed Gain stuff. Like the, you know, the weird, like, family dynamic that they have. Yeah. And
2: Oh, she, she looked at the script and she was like, this is remarkably similar to a thing that's happened. Yeah, oh. yeah, basically. And she <laughs> okay. plugged
1: in some, like, real-life stuff. And like I said, uh, Psycho had come out in the 60s, mm. and everyone already knew that that movie was Ed Gain inspired Basically a guy with a fucked-up relationship with his mom, who kills, like, for his mom, you -hmm. know. But uh, Kim Hinkle said, I definitely studied gain, but I also noticed a murder case in Houston at the time, a serial murderer you probably remember named Elmer Wayne Henley. He was a young man who recruited victims for an older gay man. I saw some news reports where Elmer Wayne said, I did these crimes, and I'm going to stand up and take it like a man. Well, that struck me as interesting that he had this conventional morality at that point. He wanted it known that now that he was caught, he would do the right thing. So this kind of moral schizophrenia is something I tried to build into Leatherface. And uh, Hooper and Kim... Hankel formed Vortex Incorporated with Hankel as the president and Hooper as vice president. And now this is when they got the money. Sorry. Okay. This is after the money. Okay. So now we're, right. yeah. we're back. So he's in <laughs> just,
2: just his politician's office being like holiday shopping, Halliday chainsaws, Day cannibalism, <laughs> and games.
3: And then the, this Watergate. So remind me again what. Remind me again what acid drug dealer had to launder money through this film <laughs> Dude, to give him... I
1: could not find very good. much on this guy. Bill Parsley, an Austin 1970s politician is how they put it. I couldn't find a picture. I oh, couldn't find anything on this he's guy. He's good Shady. friends with
4: Tammy Basil. <laughs> oh, yeah. What?
1: Because his... Parsley. Uh, it, was a very dry, it was a garden joke. A very dry, like, this is all just a joke. fucking... not it, it, it a bad CIA operation. Yeah, the CIA paid Toby Hooper to make Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Bill Parsley formed a company also to give them the money through called M.A.B. Incorporated, M.A.B. Incorporated, and wow, they didn't know it but he's they signed a contract with him and he owned 50% of the film and its profits for the 60 grand that he was giving them so that might also be a be a whole thing why he gave the money you know which i guess that's fair i mean he's putting up all the money i don't know it was a, it was a whole a whole shebang they went to work filming this thing they worked 7 days a week Sixteen hours a day in the middle of the Texas summer. Wow. And it was in one of the most notoriously brutal heat waves. Were there no
2: unions involved in this
1: production? Nah, no way. There's not a union for a hundred miles. <laughs> This was a huge heat wave in the 70s. The daytime temperature was around 105 degrees, and it would get it cool down to a cool, like, 95 degrees at night. Holy you know? shit. Um, they were filming under a few working titles. One was Stalking Leatherface, and one of them, this movie, was almost called Head Cheese.
2: I'm so <laughs> glad they didn't go with that. Head
1: Cheese. Head Cheese. Wow. Um, yeah. The production manager, Ron... It's like an STD. Oh, because <laughs> of geez. Ed Gein, Wisconsin, Cheese State. Oh, there you go. Another Ed <laughs> tie-in. Head cheese. They wear the cheese on their yeah. heads at the Packers. Uh, so, come on At the Packers game. Come on, on up. <laughs> So the production ma- manager, Ron Bozeman, told most of the cast and crew that he would have to defer part of their salaries until after it was sold to a distributor. So most of these people were working for free wow. at the
2: time.
1: Yeah. And uh, he made the idea more attractive by awarding them a share of its potential profits. So they all got like a point here and there. Okay. Um. But no money up front. Not wow. really. Uh, we know what that's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I only know what that's like so far. <laughs> I've never oh, been paid ever. <laughs> but they also, the cast and crew, were not informed that Vortex owned only 50% of the movie. And Mav oh. owned the other 50%. So their points were already cut in half. So, yeah. Right off the so it's bat. So if you have four points, secondly I get two. There was some, mm. much like the movie... There was a lot of coaxing into a murder house here. You know what I mean? Like, they told all There these... was a lot of, there's no gasoline here, yeah. go down the road. Art imitates life, <laughs> imitates art. Yeah, These the, the crew also didn't know the hell that they were getting into. You oh, know? man. <laughs> Film's original distributor was Bryanston Distribution Company, and that turned out to be a mafia front operated what? by... Yeah, operated by Louis Pireno, uh, also known as Butchie. And, and the
3: Colombo crime family got into the movie business. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's exactly what happened here. They were they had laundered profits from the movie Deep Throat already. <laughs> yeah, they made Deep Throat, by That's the way. Crazy, Deep though. Throat was made by the Mafia. Um in return the production twenty two
3: thousand dollars, re- Deep Throat, thirty to fifty million in box office revenues. Good. They seem to Lord. have a net- we're like not spending dick on these movies <laughs> and getting a shit ton of money in return. Is we that- should ask them to be producers of our film. Fuck. They're doing it right. <laughs> Is
1: that the secret to making a movie? You just got to get the mafia involved. I mean, yeah. it's, it. I no, guess I it
3: depends that. on which mob because you know, That's true. Uh, Gotti wasn't wasn't the crown jewel of cinematography.
1: That's true. (laughs) But, you know, no investor that I know would put a horse's head in someone's bed unless they gave me an Oscar type of shit, you know.
3: So, fun fact, in 1976, there was a series of federal cases in Memphis, Tennessee, where over 60 individuals and companies, including the Perino's, were indicted for conspiracy to distribute obscenity across state lines because of Deep Throat.
1: Whoa. They couldn't get
3: them on anything else. So just like Capone with taxes, they had to go after them for producing porn, peddling and smut across. <laughs> across state lines that's fucking crazy that's hilarious
1: wow. it's a bunch of two-bit hustlers just peddling <laughs> smut see <laughs> yeah, we'll say, get you one way or the other oh my god you'll do two days in jail for this yeah, <laughs> he's got died. like a body farm under his house <laughs>
3: those mobsters got whacked in the 80s and then new line cinema bought the company and like
1: oh you know, <laughs> shit! new line it. cinema killed made them all. all the
3: rights <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs>
1: New lines we're the new we're the new head cheese in town, see? <laughs> we're the new, new cheese heads. New Lines is like
3: I, I never fucking like those Bryan okay? You know for all I know you have my friend Angel Rivera killed, okay?
1: I would love the idea of like Steven Spielberg in an office and he's like they got to go. Get rid of them. <laughs> and then just oh like God. a montage of all the gangsters being murdered in their cars. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's just like starting up filming on the next movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, like, well, the... like, well,
2: there's like, well, there's like a uh, classical music playing. And he's just like... <laughs> Yeah.
1: So a few people were paid for this movie though. Terry McMinn, the actress, she was paid a whole seven hundred bucks. What? And Gunnar Hansen got eight. Back then, though, what? that was like twelve hundred. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we run that through the inflation? <laughs> <Like 1200 calculation? laughs> <laughs> it's like enough to like you know pay your rent for I, a few months. I
2: actually am really curious. Can we run that through the inflation calculation? Yeah, let's do it. The old inflation calculator.
1: That is. That's forty five hundred dollars. Oh wow. So, and I guess Gunner, Gunner made about five grand equivalent. Okay. How, how long was the shoot? How many? How long did it take to... It was four weeks. Four well, weeks. That's, that's not bad for a month's work. Days. For an indie film, yeah.
2: that's not bad pay for a month's work. Yeah, not bad. Like, obviously, that's not SAG scale, but, you know. Yeah, you're right,
1: actually. Eh, all like, right. but paid, nobody it, else got paid. John yeah. LaRoc... No, John, John.
4: They're like, look, we got to get the leather guy. <laughs> yeah, the
1: leather guy. <laughs> the voiceover in the beginning, John La, La Roquette, uh, he got paid a marijuana joint. Wow! That's his payment <laughs> it yeah. was
4: laced with like five hits of ass, fifteen <laughs> hit, like you know what I mean. Something that made him trip yeah. the entire time he was. Did
2: working. um? Did these so wait? Did uh, did these guys also get points on the back end? Uh, I think a few people got points here and there. Okay. Did the guy who but, got a joint as a payment get points? No, oh, no wow. points for him. He actually said that
4: he never even saw the movie. Wow. Yeah. He, nah, he got a joint. He got a joint when he got hired, and yeah. then when it was wrapped, they gave him another joint, and he was good. Yeah. <laughs> he did like three hours worth of work.
3: The house where this was filmed, Leatherface's house in Williamson County, Texas, uh, is actually still there. And you can go to it and you can eat dinner in a restaurant that it has become (laughs) called the Grand Central Cafe, which pays homage to the movie and the franchise. Uh, and if you go to their website and look at their menu, they have you know a bunch of you know fun stuff: uh, prime rib and you know artichoke dip and human New York strip, a ten ounce New Yorker, artichoke. you know <laughs> grilled to order. I want
2: human meat. That's what I said. If you go, the, the New York, If you well, go there, the
4: fucked up part is the real family back in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love how, know. like, if you go there on it on acid, should be, you can like, uh, you meat.
3: know, uh, the, the chili should be a special between Sawyer Family and Scott Tenderman. It's, like, the chili of the month. be, That's like, the that. New York Strip is a new 10-ounce York, New Yorker <laughs> grilled to order.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, they went shoestring budget for sure. The van that they're driving around in the movie belonged to the sound guy. That was his van. Uh, the chainsaw that they used was borrowed from producer Richard
2: Sands. Sands? They couldn't afford to buy a chainsaw? They couldn't they didn't, And they could, by the way. Yeah. They Chainsaws had were like $20,000. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the film equipment just, rentals were probably a lot of the budget. I yeah. yeah. assume that like the rental houses like, well, did a really come deal. So. They can, borrowed a chainsaw and he said... Bo- you
3: can oh. buy a chainsaw or you can get that eight ball of cocaine to push you through the end of
1: filming. <laughs> on the acid, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, on almost they had to
4: change the movie to the Texas, like, <laughs> Bat massacre. Massacre. <laughs> they're like well I got a pool stick he's, he's just, just hitting, hitting right? them for <laughs> hours yeah. it's like, oh my god I'm tired <laughs>
1: he's like, it doesn't even hurt man you should just give it up but <laughs> the, yeah, the guy Richard he said uh, you gotta give this chainsaw back to me at the end of the movie like this is my chainsaw I use it in the backyard um <laughs> did they? I yeah, if they yeah. Took off the it. blades. They didn't. No. They did not take off the blades for most of this movie. Ah, so that sounds that was like a bad idea. Running, working chainsaw. Oh my movie. god! When he's dancing around with it, blades on. What and the fuck? Like even the, at the end, when yes. he's like
4: swinging it in the street. Yep. Dude. They said
1: the crew was like running from him. Yeah, there's shit. there's nobody yeah. around him because that's yeah. when they
4: take off and she gets into the truck and then yep. they take off and he's just sitting in the middle of the street. Real chainsaw. He, in, in reality, he should have gotten hit by an eighteen wheeler. At yeah. the end of the movie, he's, yeah, just, yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, the part
1: where... They didn't have anyone they could borrow the 18-wheeler from. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> uh, the part where it lands on his leg, mm-hmm. when he falls down and lands on his leg, Blade was not removed. They put a metal plate under his pants, and then they put some like meat and blood packs on top of the metal. Oh, uh, what? And so when the chainsaw hit, but it heated up that metal so fast it that it him. burned the shit out of his yeah. leg. He thought he got hit with a chainsaw. He thought it went through. He was like, I just saw my leg off.
0: Oh, my God. That was the
1: last shot of the entire film was that because Toby Hooper admitted later... He didn't know if it was going to work. And he's like, if yeah. I saw this guy's leg off, at least so we got to yeah. yeah, oh wow. <laughs> be done with the movie. Oh, my God. Wow. we got to be done with the
2: movie. We've got to be done with the movie.
1: We have to have everything in the can Smart before guy. we saw someone's leg off. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's why they paid we him guy the guy big bucks. <laughs> five grand. Yeah, they paid him five, eight uh, $800 <laughs> 1970s to <dollars. laughs> so think that he got his leg sawn off by a chainsaw, basically. Oh, my God. The production had... 40 feet of track that he would move the camera around Mm -hmm. on. 40 feet. And they said that he would have these shots where they had to do like the Wright Brothers where people are in the back taking the back tracks up to the front. Uh, Oh, wow. When the camera runs over one, you pick it up, take it, put it in the front Mm -hmm. so that it can keep going. (laughs) They were shooting this thing, man. Yeah, I bet it was hard to film like that. Just in
4: general, like, if you look at it, most of... the, you know, it's narrow hallways. Yeah. There's not a lot of place to, like, Yeah, for sure. people or, yeah. you know, cameras and stuff. This
1: is for the lumberjacks out there. That chainsaw was a Poulon 245A with a piece of black tape covering the logo. <laughs> 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 so they didn't get sued. <laughs> and Gunnar Hansen's teeth were uh, prosthetic. He had them made by a dentist, actually. Uh, and Toby Hooper, I'll give you some like Leatherface facts here. It's just kind of a series of them. Toby Hooper kind of allowed Le- Gunnar Hansen to develop Leatherface uh, as an actor. I mean, under his supervision, but like he let him go with it. And Hansen said he decided that Leatherface was not right mentally, and he never learned to talk properly. So he went. He said Gunnar Hansen actually went to a school for mentally handicapped people and watched how they moved and talked and communicated and stuff oh and he basically wanted to do this portrayal of them without being offensive so you kind of get leatherface as what he is interesting in the movie makes sense that. about yeah. his strength and stuff like that too yeah so leatherface had three different masks for this movie uh, he had one that was just like his killing mask. You know, you need a good killing mask. Like, it's hard to find, especially keeping them old up. Especially made of human skin. And made of human mm-hmm. skin you know, and keeping easily. the upkeep on those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. It's got to be a nightmare. Do you use, like, regular do face Do I want to murder a
4: woman in a mask that has a mustache from one of the victims I sewed on there? No. Or, right. do or do I not?
2: Do I not, yeah. No. And do I use, like you, well, you got yeah use an AM moisturizer. You yeah. gotta have some SPF in that, or else that, that, that skin's not gonna last. It's gonna get brittle real quick.
3: <laughs> now, did props on. get uh, uh, cadavers donated to make these masks out of real skin? Because
1: Probably. <laughs> that <laughs> would probably be on if...
3: theme with everything else in this fucking movie so far.
1: Nick we were talking in the last episode, we did a, a whole episode on cursed films mm-hmm. and a poltergeist. There's that whole thing where the, the bodies, bodies are in real the in the pool. Stuff, yeah. They talk to the dude who did the special effects and you think he's about to be like, that's bullshit. Those aren't real. But instead he's like, yeah, we've been doing that forever. Like yeah, we've been no, using it, bodies it, I forever mean, since the beginning of fucking <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah. Have, yeah. That's hey, what he you know, about. I saw, recently it's cheaper than, you know, it's
4: cheaper,
3: uh, it. you know yeah. cheaper than building a fake uh, bones or fake body. Just going and digging up a real one.
1: <laughs> right, like Ed Gain. Ed Gain was just a producer. Let's he was just just a man ahead of his before time. his time. Is I'm what telling it was. you,
3: <laughs> if you give somebody a camera, the most deprecating, <laughs> wretched acts of humanity can be classified as art. All you got to do is go. just film it.
2: Yep. What are you trying to confess to us, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> the FBI might be listening. I'm just foreshadowing for, while, for later man. in my <laughs> career. <laughs> Find
4: out Florida man... <laughs> murders uh, his whole <laughs> <casting Lord>. crew <laughs> um, no,
0: i'm just gonna Leather-
3: invent i'm gonna create a bunch of zombies on basalt and only murder the zombies that i create it'll be fine
1: leatherface also had two other masks he had his old lady mask that he would wear and he would do the old lady mask had a different thing like the old lady mask would cook and mm. clean and you know when it's he like had that Mrs. is doubtfire mask he was the yes, bitches. Was the, yeah. Oh, my God. Mrs. Doubtfire. I would love Leatherface to be like, hello. <laughs>
3: oh, my God.
1: That's, <laughs> that is the adult. fucking
3: Robin Williams role that the world needed. <laughs>
0: He's
1: got the shabby yeah. cream melting into the pot of human flesh. It would have been flesh. the most disturbing one of them <laughs> yeah. all, too. Dude, the, that movie is disturbing, by the way. Mrs. Doubtfire? Mrs. Doubtfire, it is about a man. It, it begins With Robin Williams just being like, oh, hey, I quit my voiceover job this morning. And his wife's like, what do you mean? And he's just throwing a big party with all the neighborhood kids. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I don't need work. And then... He just goes nuts.
4: It really and makes then, like, sense of the him wearing the the woman face and then doing like womanly things because yeah. in the uh, the third Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Generations, yeah, he wore it the entire time one and a, he was more flamboyant, yeah, in that as well. Yeah,
1: he had one called Pretty Woman Mask, and I think that's what that the third may be the one, one I'm was. talking about. But yeah, so that like was one he'd wear to dinner, and he like portrays
4: yeah. whatever the the mask is kind of. Yeah, thing. that's cool. I didn't. I didn't put those together
1: until yeah just me neither yeah. yeah and it was one of Gunnar hansen's ideas for his own character as well he said uh is he, toby
3: just struggling with his own sexuality during the making of yeah this?
1: absolutely he was struggling with all that and he couldn't you know the way he grew up he couldn't communicate with people so that was the way he would communicate who he was that day i wonder you know. if he killed
4: like gendered Based on the mask too, so like if he was yeah. a he wore the man mask to kill women, he wore a woman mask to kill men. Oh, like I wonder if that is ever portrayed in the film. Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting, but yeah, those are the three masks of uh, of Leatherface. Due to the low budget, Gunnar Hansen had only one shirt to wear the entire month as <laughs> Leatherface in Texas during the summer, and the shirt it had been dyed originally for the movie, so it couldn't be washed. He basically just had to wear this shirt oh my every God. day. Gross. Uh, they said no one wanted to sit next to him by like yeah. the second week. You know, you could smell him from a mile away in oh, this damn man. shirt. But that's well, great. helps. It And also, they were all going real method with mm-hmm. this shit. Mm-hmm. So the 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 kids, the teenagers, were calling themselves the by characters the names? at that's lunch cool. and shit. And Leatherface, it worked out because Gunnar Hansen. Nobody really wanted to hang out with him, so he'd yeah. be off like alone. He was in his probably trailer. pissed, really Not pissed. Like trailer. I don't even
2: get to hang out with the rest of the crew, yeah. and then like uh, so he acted it out. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's just exactly. great. It's, it was so even though this sounds like hell, it seems like everyone had a fun time with it, and everyone was equally well, committed to it. I'll get into okay. I'll
1: get into the real hell. Um, okay. But yeah, most of the actors didn't hang out with Gunnar. And usually, they the one time that they'd really interact with Gunner was when they would do a scene with him. And they said it was usually like the first and last scene you were gonna do with Gunner anyway. Wow, he's probably gonna kill you. Right? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're in the same room as Leatherface, you're gonna die. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that goes for real life too, by the way. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to tell you, <laughs> but um, a lot of people didn't, didn't get along. Um, they were doing the method thing, so they're really sticking to like the one guy, like in the wheelchair. He's a dick in the movie, and he was like being a dick to everyone in real life. Was he in a really chair. in a wheelchair in real life? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> he's think even so. Even more dickish if
4: you're in a wheelchair. But he like, refused he to faster. walk. He <laughs> like, refused. You know, we need extra hands on deck.
1: We only got ten people filming this thing, and he's like, "Nah, man, I'm handicapped. No. I can't." Yeah, yeah. he
2: refused <laughs> to walk throughout the entirety of the yeah, production. Probably, <laughs>
1: it was probably shit like that. And at one point, Gunner. He hit a guy. He hit William Vale, the actor. He hit him in the in the head with a rubber hammer, in real life. And then he threw him up against a wall, uh, for real. He, like the whole scene was pretty real. When he hit him in the head and threw him up against the wall, and he kind of said. He was having like actual murder visions of some of these people, <laughs> like while he was playing Leatherface. He Whoa. said, like he said, there were times where he felt like he actually wanted to kill somebody. Wow. Yeah. Which is not great. You need therapy after this. Yeah. You probably need a lot of therapy after this. Take <laughs> I mean, your five grand. With that method acting. Man, that's how. Yeah. That was how it went. So I'm going to tell you about the hell that was the family dinner scene. This is the least. This was like the peak of, we're in hell doing this movie. <clears throat> so. There's a grandpa in the movie, the grandpa who, you know, he's the patriarch of the family. And that's actually, like, a 20-something actor in a shit ton of old man makeup. And apparently it was so brutal putting on his makeup in the heat out there in Texas, in the RV, basically, that they decided, we're going to do this one time. We're going to get all of your shots at once because you're only in the family dinner scene you're in the house you know and
4: not only that but like i if i do recall all yeah. he did was sit in a chair yes he literally and then, like sat they there. like they would try to feed him like some of the meat and stuff and it would just like fall out of his mouth or like he's just like <laughs> shit's just pouring you exactly. know like slobber and shit he's like he's like 110 years yeah, old in exactly
1: because eats people and he lives to forever you know but um so this that's guy
3: that's the secret
1: that's the secret. It's, <laughs> it's human blood. Human meat is the secret to life. That and incest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of incest. You can't spell win without incest. you know, so, But uh, two things, human
3: blood, so, incest, and then baby adrenochrome. <laughs> so, yeah. Check,
1: check, check. Seeing as how they weren't going to do this again with the old man makeup, this scene took, I shit you not, 36 hours what? on set. How? Straight and it was 36 hours they would film they started it's a nighttime scene but they blocked it they put a bunch of blackout mm-hmm. curtains in this mm-hmm. house to make it nighttime mm-hmm. which also like made this thing a heat box. yeah right oh, so yeah. Just it's just getting that black it was like, getting like yeah. 120 degrees in there oh they my say. gosh and all of the bones they had this room of like bones basically of like mm-hmm. the furniture making room you know yeah they were all real animals. They oh were dead God. animals oh, that they got from local vet. Terrible! Clinics. It's a uh, and the food on the table rotted after like three hours. Right, and yeah. so you've got this like rotten food. You're thirteen, fourteen hours in. You're not even halfway done. Wow! It's a hundred and twenty degrees. You're smelling rotting food and rotting corpses throughout the entire. Thing. They said that they actually started to go crazy. Like Why the did this scene take so long
2: to shoot? I don't know. Because method, method, method. Directing, yeah. directing,
1: yeah. directing. Method. <laughs> method. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people would have to go outside and puke. And like, get like 10 minutes outside. Well, not only,
4: yeah, I think that scene too, the dinner scene is when it's like one person left. It's like the main girl yeah. in the thing is the left. They,
1: they said uh, Gunnar Hansen... Um, he said, I need a I need like a ten minute break every like two hours. Like I gotta step outside for some fresh air. Yeah. But he had on that fucking mask. Oh my god. You can't see shit. Yeah. You can hardly breathe yeah. already as it is. Yeah. And he said basically by the time that they would finally get him out of the door, he had like five minutes before they were about to shoot again. So wow. he would he he didn't get a break through this wow. entire experience. Like the thirty six hours. So what I meant
4: about, I mean about the girl was that uh that because she was the main person in that scene. Yeah. They were all relying on mm. her to hit it on the mark, and so right. I think it took longer than usual yeah. because she was being put through these stressful yeah. situations. Yeah, and it's and like, and yeah. So she's like getting like act better. <laughs> yeah, do better yeah. act. I mean, it was the, one um, of the biggest.
2: It's yeah. basically the biggest. Scene. Yeah, yeah. And wait, so why can they just do this in two days? Why did
1: they have I to do again? This? I don't know. I mean, that is a that is a question that you could ask of all directors. Yeah. Uh, why does uh, Adam Savage take thirty six takes? On one line. I don't know. Dun, but dun, not dun, Adam Savage. Dun, dun, Savage. Dun, 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 <laughs> the Wonder dun, dun, Years kid. Fred <laughs> Savage. Fred Savage. I worked for that dude once. He was the director. I think it was like 40 takes. For like a one line type of thing with Robin Williams. Well, I mean it's Robin yeah. Williams. You got to get him to say
4: it right. <laughs> he was getting. He's pissed, probably yeah. joking the whole time. He's like, all right, look, this is the fortieth time. All you, just say what we said. He's like, all right, and he says it. And they're like, good. By the way, could you
3: imagine just being like in a car driving by set and fucking Leatherface is just like stepped outside to smoke a cigarette It's just like waving to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God>. yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely, yeah, and there's there's like a van and an R V out front. That's all you see. And you just, <laughs> oh my God! So a bunch of chainsaws yeah, lying man.
3: around, like what is fucking going
1: on? <laughs> but I absolutely after about 15 16 hours, would have been like, Okay, I will We can re put the makeup back. We can put the makeup back on tomorrow. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it. For real. (laughs) The old man makeup isn't that bad. Let's do this tomorrow, for God's sakes. (laughs) No, they're like, um, we don't
3: have any more makeup. We used it all. (laughs) Uh, That's probably it, yeah. We're just going to put real animal bones on you tomorrow. Yeah, pig blood and shit.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) they. They had all these real animals from the vet clinic, and they said, "Yeah, like like I said, people really started to feel hysterical. Like after 24 hours of this shit, you know, like you're putting people through fucking Abu Ghraib at this point. <laughs> you know, this is torture. People are going nuts. People are. Some of the actors are, and they're probably you know took their nightly acid while they're on set. Some of the actors think this shit is like real. Like Toby Hooper has actually brought us out here to murder us on camera type of shit. He's just like." waiting it out right now a lot of shit started going around set like people there was like this overall feeling of hell was on set for sure Mm -hmm. people thought they were in a very bad situation and they said uh toby hooper asked uh one of the props guys what are we going to do with these animal carcasses once this thing is done prop guy Take them, took them all out back, fucking burned them, set them on fire, like set fire to like a bunch of shit. <laughs> like, he's just like burning shit going insane at this point. <laughs> I mean, as soon whoa. as they know, cut, this dude burned everything. You know, oh you, know what? you know what?
3: That guy is the fucking savior of this production. They should have had him on Poltergeist and Exorcist. So as soon as they were done using (laughs) shit, they just light that shit on fire, burn it, and get rid of it. And that probably prevented any curses. They're like, "No, no, no, I don't want
4: any of these." I feel bad bad for the person that owned the house that they filmed in. Yeah, yeah, it'll never smell the same. No way, it'll never (laughs) smell the same. You're just gonna have to buy this house if this movie makes money.
3: (laughs) Now you can go there and get nice fine dining with a filet
2: mignon. (laughs) (laughs) It still smells like dead meat. Enjoy the natural aromas
3: of rotting human flesh. (laughs)
1: Gunner Hansen said there was a scene where um, he slices. They cut Sally's finger in the movie. There's like a scene where they like cut her finger, and they're feeding her blood to Grandpa. It's just like fucked up shit. Well, the blood mechanism. This, it was like a little tube of fake blood that was coming out of her sleeve or whatever kept getting clogged, and finally after like however many takes where it just kept getting clogged in a row, Gunnar Hansen fucking cut her finger for real. Just, like, slice the finger. And, <laughs> the shot, and that that's, shot is a real blood. That's the Whoa. take they used. <laughs> yep, that yeah. is the take they used. Yeah. And he says, at this point, we were insane. That was what he said about this that. This movie would have been very easy to make if they would have just killed everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just actually <laughs> well, kill them. see, if, if, like, if you get hurt accidentally for a take, that better be the take you use. Like, off. No, totally not accidentally. Not the the
1: guy cut her on purpose. Oh, these, yeah, these to get the fucking, shot.
3: There oh needs to be a wage increase. If you get injured, whether on accident or on purpose, and they use that fucking take, that, you should get a bonus. Like, you know, oh, triple sure. your fucking rate for that day or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, and she wasn't the only... There was uh, Marilyn Burns, the uh, the the last girl, last woman in the movie. She actually she was the originator of the last girl. That's what they call Mm -hmm. it, like the last girl standing in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, she she has she's wearing that shirt well stained in all the blood and her face and everything. A lot of that was her real blood. She was running through the woods and she got fucked up so badly by like branches and shit. Yeah. Oh, and she (laughs) she also. Along with Gunnar Hansen, she had a clothes problem where she couldn't wash her clothes either, because now after they got that blood on there, she had to keep that on there, and it was just one shirt that she had to keep putting on day after day with all this real blood and fake blood all over it. She said by the end of the day, this thing was like Solid, like wow. a sticky, like solid wow. shirt on her body. Yeah, oh my god. That fake <laughs>
3: blood is all syrup. It's sugary syrup. She like, wakes usually up, oh,
4: chocolate syrup. Alive by yeah,
0: yeah. High fructose oh. corn syrup. All sh- oh, And funny. she,
1: and so imagine she's got that fucking syrupy solid blood shirt on during this thirty-six hour, one hundred and twenty-degree oh, Abu Ghraib. You know, oh my god. Like, and dude. the whole thing is like Nick said. Like she's being murdered slowly throughout these whole the scenes, basically. <laughs> she's being like hit in the head with hammers and cut open and
4: <laughs> yeah man so it was stressful uh, just the elements yeah mixed with the script yeah they had, it had a lot be, of had to be a nightmare in itself it was
1: a lot of accidents it was an accident prone set Gunnar hansen like i said he couldn't see anything he's wearing three inch heels in his boots to make him six four he was six one he made himself six four and basically, he hit himself in the head so many times. Once he knocked himself unconscious, he walked into a door and hit his head and knocked unconscious. Oh man!
2: <laughs> that
1: must be a confusing wake oh, up. Like, I guess yeah. we're, uh, take a ten. Take it take ten. Take a ten. Five. Give him five. <laughs> take a ten. We'll give him five. Um, yeah, for Pam's meat hook death scene, Terry McMinn. Man, this is this is the budget we're talking about. They had a nylon cord that they wrapped between her legs, and they put a bunch of maxi pads between the cord and her leg. That was, like, the way that they're... And they hoisted her up in the air with this nylon cord with just maxi pads. And she said the maxi pads hardly helped at all. Like, it was excruciating, basically. Wow. She was was that like when she was, like, like on legs. the on the hook or something? Yeah, when she was on the hook. She was she had a lot of that pain that you see... Was real. Yeah, she was basically being fucking tortured for this movie. Um, One of the crew members, this is just random, Dorothy J. Pearl, one of the crew members, somehow accidentally injected herself in the leg with formaldehyde. While preparing the animal carcass, oh set. man, <laughs> yeah, got necrosis, her leg falls off. <laughs> yes, dude. How do,
2: you, what do you, how do you treat that? What do you do? I don't know. With formaldehyde, and that you're that in you Texas,
1: did. in the middle of in, in Nick's hometown. You, you grab a, you,
3: you go out in the <laughs> desert, and you grab a rattler, and you had the rattler suck on the <laughs> wounds.
1: <laughs> 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 you just the will
3: counteract. Out. The formaldehyde and it'll liven you right back up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to shoot out the formaldehyde with the with the 45 Magnum. <laughs> like,
2: do it. How do you actually inject yourself? Oh, I don't oh. know, but
1: I don't want to know. I would never want to do that. Before. Oh man! But yeah, that was all the kind of like her. She's shit probably like, like shooting up thing.
3: fucking dope, and she's like, "Oh fuck, I grabbed the wrong needle."
2: What <laughs> 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 doping their legs? <laughs> Some people really? about oh, bro, like you can when all the steroids, bro. Penis? All the steroids in between yep. the webbing steroids your on your
1: legs, webbings are your toe, Ooh. your tongue.
2: You guys give me a lot of great new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> new
1: places you can put
2: heroin. <laughs> oh, there ain't they... no new place you could put heroin. <laughs> when heroin is get... the mo-
4: one of the most addictive drugs. If there's a place you could put it, someone's hey, put it there.
2: You know what they say?
1: When you need another hole, you must stick it. When you're out of heroin holes, you, you must stick it. it. Stick it and your penis. Go to and space. If you, if you would and like,
2: what? if you would like ten dollars off of your next order of nice. heroin, use promo code FILMHISTORY and history yeah, of Film History History of Film. <laughs> slash Heroin. Fentanyl <laughs> free,
3: made in America. <laughs> made in Im- America. I- imported from <laughs> Afghanistan. Not
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> from Kabul. <laughs> we got all our shit from Kabul. Now it's made here right in <laughs> the USA. It uh, came over <laughs> on one of them aeroplanes from yeah, Kabul. Listen,
3: a, we evacuated <laughs> the best farmers and growers that Kabul. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone we
1: evacuated was just a poppy field farmer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you a little bit about the uh, post-production of this movie. It also had some fun stuff. The soundtrack to this movie is so funny because I've said this before, and it came out to not be true, but this one is true. <laughs> Remember when I said bullet was all, and there was no score to it, and then yeah. we found out immediately there was like a whole score to yeah. that movie? Yeah. Yeah, it happens, yeah. man.
4: It happens. It happens, man. I know like... Loosely based facts and information on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. No, so the soundtrack to this movie contains no musical instruments. It was the score of this movie was sounds an animal would hear inside a slaughterhouse, which is Whoa. metal as. Book.
2: Whoa! Yeah, that was like just heavy story. metal. Ah!
1: So
3: that <laughs> leads me to another fun fact that apparently came out after that. This movie was a metaphor for veget or a pro vegetarian film, due to oh, its I animal see. rights themes and um, the irony of humans being slaughtered for meat, uh, putting That's them true. in a position of being slaughtered like farm animals. Uh, Toby yeah. uh, uh, has confirmed that it is a film about meat, and he even gave up meat while making the film. Guillermo yeah, del Guillermo, Toro I would too, though man, became oh, a vegetarian so cool. after this. Uh, yeah, 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 Guillermo so, del
1: Toro said he became a vegetarian after he watched yeah, Texas Chainsaw. makes James sense. James Ironic. The irony building.
3: of Hollywood is not lost anywhere. Where the the, the the film that is supposed to be pro animal making about you know the goriness of human slaughter used real animal bones and carcasses yeah pretty, very true pretty awesome very true chuck one up for the big hollywood to win again
1: <laughs> yeah man that is interesting i mean it is it definitely does convey that of like it's like you know what you we, think should think do, these <laughs> yeah, we should do not slaughter
3: yeah we shouldn't do no we should do is not slaughter animals but if we do slaughter animals we should totally use them in our movie
1: Right, 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 right. Absolutely. And hey, look, we're using human bodies already. We might as well use some animal bodies too, you know. (laughs) Don't do the
3: thing that we're doing over here. (laughs) Did they they kill
2: any animals for it, or they just like? No, they just went to
1: the. It was from the vet. It was like they just just
4: got got a a a bunch of cats and dogs and cut them up. Yeah. You don't know. They were probably like, like, "Yo,
3: I got a hundo bucks. I need like you know a fucking couple chickens, you know.
2: We don't <laughs> we have, have any sick too, chickens. Like, know, make them sick. What if Kathy's cat didn't make it through the surgery and it just <laughs> slides the 100? Yeah, you'll see, him
1: at, You'll see Kathy's cat in the next Texas <laughs> Chainsaw
2: uh, Massacre. That's. I mean, <laughs> this had she... fucking mob ties. Decline goes real bad.
1: It's got mob ties, and, yeah, it's still weird, like where this money all went. I mean, like I said, there was a. The budget came out to the equivalent of $300,000, but literally... It's got to be
2: rentals. Yeah. This, rentals.
1: The way they made it, it was more like a modern-day, like, $10,000 film, you yeah. know, where it was like, no crafty, no none of Damn. that shit, and yeah. 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 I don't know, man, but... um I bet yeah, so, you some of
3: those human bodies were real fucking wax from the murder, from the global crime <laughs> family murders.
1: Absolutely. Toby Hooper, after, after they make this thing, right? He goes to the MP- MPAA. <laughs> he brings this thing. Oh, to yeah, this is great. Get, yeah, he brings this thing to get rated. You know, time for the censors to see this and see what they slap me with. Oh, my God. This man was going for a PG rating. What? He wanted this to now be Now, hear me out, PG. guys. Now, hear wow. me out. Hear me this out. This... <laughs> that would have been
4: the stupidest movie if they edited it to PG. They weren't going to
1: edit it.
3: All right, all right. Now, I, I know what you guys saw was, you know, very yes. unique, and it was a very revolutionary <laughs> type of film, but... Yeah, but hear me out before you make your decision. I just want everyone to remember, we didn't really actually show people getting murdered. We just implied it very vividly. So because of that, I think that this movie will benefit the general audience and children of america to see what can be done with the magic of filmmaking and cinema what do you yeah, say toby toby
1: <laughs> toby i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there toby we're giving this uh it's not ready for release it's banned uh, in america. this is banned in america this movie has a uh, a not safe for life rating toby that's what you're getting from us today um Matter of fact, never come back here again. We're really disturbed by your presence. All right, what if what if we don't like the, <laughs> the
3: guy on fire? What if we just don't like the guy on fire? Can we do that Toby, one? What do I need to again, change? It's a hard.
1: Toby, again, it's a hard pitch when you're holding a cranked chainsaw in my office. You know? like, Get I gave out. you that
4: initial 60000 oh,
1: to make a commercial
4: about going vegan. I'm going to Austin. Yeah, I just like, brought like, what some did you props do?
3: from the movie to show you guys <laughs> how Toby, entertaining
1: Toby, this Toby. can be.
2: Toby, you come to my
1: office, you bring a bag of dead animal bones.
2: I just don't know what to tell you. We're we're going to ask for every copy of this to be destroyed. Uh, (laughs) We're lighting it on fire in the parking lot. Yeah, we went to the same judge who deemed that Nosferatu had to be destroyed. He's very consistent in his rulings. (laughs) Toby argued. He said the film
1: doesn't show very much gore, actually. He said, uh, so here's the thing. There's not a lot of blood, although he says that. Her bright. whole shirt was covered in her real blood. <laughs> so, I don't know. Fake blood. There wasn't a lot of fact fake that, blood. Yeah, fake it wasn't blood. like. There wasn't
4: a lot of fake blood. It's uh, all real. <laughs> Go ahead. Because it wasn't. I mean, like, a lot of it, it is, it looks crazy because of how intense the movie yeah. is. But it's. They don't, I mean, besides like the rubber hammer to the head when you see the guy get knocked down, or like the girl getting on the hook, but you don't see the hook directly go into her back. You kind of see her from the front, I believe. Yeah. So when he shot
3: this, he shot this like that, planning this shit out with the intention of getting a PG rating to try to get it on a wide release and be in more theaters. Like, so that's how fucking deep down the acid rabbit hole good old Toby was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was, man. He said, I don't mean to be contrary, but I know how much blood was made. And I think, again, they were like, Toby, it's not about the blood, bud. Like, it's about the woman getting hung up on the meat hook. It's
4: about going (laughs) vegan. He's like, you guys aren't understanding this.
1: Toby, the incest alone in this movie (laughs) makes this an R rating for us, dog. You know, I'm sorry. (laughs) What like, Listen,
3: you showed a titty in, a in the first years, two In a few years, you're going rid- to give an Oscar. <laughs> in a couple years, you're going to give an Oscar to some guy beating on some meat in a frozen locker. And now,
1: I can't just have
3: that frozen piece of meat be a human piece of meat.
1: Like, come yeah, on. man, why does Rocky have to beat a cow after it's already dead, man? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, can you give the cow a chance? Like, yeah. can he fight Jesus. back? Jesus, he can't even fight back. He's dead with no skin. Come on, man. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So the movie premieres a year after filming had been completed with this big R rating. They actually did want this to be like a uh, like X rating type of thing. They, they really? wanted this to be like, you can only see this in very select places. <laughs> you only see this in the One of the naughty theaters. It was, though, yeah.
4: wasn't it? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was banned in a lot of places. It was. It was
1: banned in Finland, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, it was even banned in the U.K. for a while. The U.K. went back and forth with it, but initially they banned it. They that's brought they that's... brought the movie to the U.K. in, like, the 80s, and then they banned it again. They were like, no, 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 no. never mind. That, that, that wasn't it banned it's enough. <laughs> no, dude, crazy. I'm no,
4: no. sure it was banned in my hometown because, like, really? okay, so just it it's actually relates to this, House of a Thousand Corpses, mm-hmm. and that's another Ed Gein, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, whatever, in, inspired movie. Right. That, I remember when Rob Zombie created it, was supposed to play in our town but they then there was a rally it? to what? make it, it to where you it was banned from our from wichita falls the city oh i lived outside god, of dude. and so we couldn't even they go and see it. some torches yeah. outside of the movie theater? bro we couldn't even go we couldn't see it and un- unless you went to dallas to go wow. see it that's two hours north or two hours south that's, that's yeah nuts. man like i remember that for sure because i remember seeing them being like oh my god they finally made another movie like my childhood you know yeah. and so when i wanted i was telling my parents i want to go see it. i'm gonna go see it and then it was like, nope. Oh my god!
1: Whoa, that's nuts, man. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? Interesting. Yeah, maybe you're right. It might have been. It, it can. I'm sure. Like yeah. different counties, cities, and
4: stuff like that can. They can do yeah. it on their own if well, they don't look, want it there. They're not it, gonna have
1: it there. Peop- oh, go ahead, Dev.
4: Sorry.
3: I was just going to ask, was that before or after they put on their white hoods and started to burn crosses? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't I want mean, it was out. during. <laughs>
4: yeah, it was during. They oh, showed it okay, to the yeah. theater. And we're like, now, now, this isn't is
1: appropriate. This is not an appropriate <laughs> movie to be shown about children. <laughs> They're on their white robes. They're like, the KKK does not want this movie around here. But uh, when this thing came out, people were like, they said people were, like, fleeing, screaming from this movie. You remember how I said the omen had the same yeah. effect? People are fainting in front of the That's movie theater. Ridiculous. It's nuts, Fucking man. overdramatic people. People yeah. were fainting in front of the movie theater. Like, people were screaming and running. And- I <laughs> see an old lady, like, oh, walking out. Her husband's all Probably holding That would be a lot her, of like, fun, though. I would have loved to have been in one of those old theaters where people are, like, literally screaming. It would be dope, <laughs> but it would fuck up the movie, bro. Yeah, I'd be like, shut sure. the fuck up. <laughs> and especially- Especially because, you know, the narrator starts off the whole thing with, like, this is all a true story. This is something that Yeah, that, that really put happened. me right there. Right yeah. there. And, and still, to yeah. this
4: day, even though I know half the shit is inspired by something or whatever. Yeah. And I'm still, like, as soon
1: as it says that at the beginning, I'm like, oh, uh, I'm watching this whole fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, and Hooper said another Toby Hooper classic over here. He said he wanted to do that. He wanted to say it was a true story because he wanted to, like, lie to people like the politicians have yeah. been. It was, like... After Watergate, like I want to show like what it's like to be lied to and shit. You know, it was it was all this big thing. Or he came up with all that shit after he made this movie. I mean, it worked, bro. (laughs) It (laughs) It worked. worked. Like I said, when I was a kid, I remember kids saying, "Yeah,
4: that happened." My uncle knew a guy that knew a guy. It's like no, bro. People would tell
1: him that they knew the real guy. People would come up to Toby Hooper and be like, "Oh." I knew the guy that you based Texas Chainsaw Massacre off of. And he'd be like, who, who? He's <laughs> like, his name's
4: Dan, Dan Kratowski, That motherfucker lives in my hometown. In my Two hometown. houses down, I seen him kill a
2: cat once. Matter
1: of fact, I am Dan, and I'm here to kill you. <laughs> Toad <Whoa>. Hooper.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, it's... It- uh, it's based-ish off that guy. from Yeah, for know, sure. It's yeah. based-ish. And, you know. and also, yeah, that serial killer in Houston. And
1: yeah. it is based on uh, a lot of, I mean, it, a lot yeah. of serial killers were this way. Fucking John yeah. Wayne Gacy wore a clown suit and murdered teenagers and, Put him under his floorboard. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. Like you would have written that in the '70s as yeah. a horror writer. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but, but you can't. Not after so, it.
4: There's no clown. Yeah. There's no clown <laughs> movie that'll ever add up. It's like it is the only one, and <laughs> <laughs> everything else is just stupid and like not yeah. it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know so Nick, I mean? with this what movie is? being banned in in your hometown and stuff, how, was every fucking kid Leatherface for Halloween, or just some <laughs> oh, yeah. of them? Like.
4: Well, 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 How was Halloween is, is in the '74? In I wasn't alive, so I don't know if they actually banned no. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, right. Well, I'm very the true. But I, like... that, the one that was banned that I re- strictly recall because I really wanted to go see it was the House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, and uh, uh, okay. but I think it's really just based on if what the what the trailers at the time look like right because parents aren't looking up like the sy- synopsis or whatever for a movie they're literally looking at the preview that comes on the TV so if the preview looks fucked up enough yeah. They ain't, they're they not having it in their town.
1: Yeah, wow. for sure. What? Yeah, yeah they crazy. can just vote to have it out, yeah. bro. They'll what? just
4: go talk to council, and if enough parents agree on it, then they're just going to be like, okay, well, then they can't come here. Wow. That's
1: Fifty ridiculous. Shades of Grey got that a lot. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Fifty Shades well, of Grey was Rob Zombie's
4: a was place. NC-17, though. Yeah. I think House of a Thousand Corpses at first was an NC-17 rating, you know. and that's why they're like, I think maybe they banned all NC-17 yeah. rated movies. And it's in interesting the you say that because,
1: I mean, you know, that movie is highly – Influenced by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what I'm saying. I you know, mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah. The, the, it's basically the crazy, a love letter to the crazy it.
4: cannibalistic yeah. kind of family yeah, for sure. And so. then he
1: had uh, we were talking about Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects, where the guy wears the face, yeah, on like his over, face, yeah, yeah. Her yeah. husband. That's, that's you guys so talking wild. about face off? <laughs> face off. There would be no <laughs> face off without Texas. Tech- oh my wait. god, that would be so wild. So, you,
2: so you're telling me they can, like, a privately owned movie theater can be. Forbidden from showing something. No, they can. They well, can. The thing is, is that the council, the, the theater city will. Pull will it. The city will say no. You can't play this in our city. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah.
4: I mean, the, think about it. They're all franchise theaters. Right, your so senator. Right, like your senator. You know, like AMC <laughs> well, no. The
2: this makes me actually upset because this <laughs> is the whole private businesses should be able to do what they want crowd. Yeah. Who's like so my my fake COVID cure being taken out from Instagram <laughs> is censorship. But you're not gonna let Texas Chainsaw asker play in your fucking. Town. I was tell a private business owner when he can and can't played play it. it's, it's not a private business screen. owner, bro. It was a Drake. franchise. You're it's trying like to AMC reason. Theaters. That's a private business. People yeah. AMC that views. cannot be
4: reasoned. Huge. But it's private. Okay. But, oh, okay. Well, regardless of what <laughs> yeah. it is, what I'm saying is Sorry, that if, if, a, like a if they're and... making money in a small city like mine, mm. and the yeah. city yeah. strictly mm. doesn't want it, and they they can make it worse for them
2: than just what if what if it's like a better press, mom and pop owned theater, like the seat What'd you say, Dev?
3: I said, it's fucking amazing press. You know how many more ticket sales they're yeah, going to see? Like, yeah, if it's definitely. like, oh, this was banned I mean, in a Rob small Zombie
4: town. Kind of popped off when also, it came
3: out. you know, you guys got to think, this is fucking Texas. And Texans are just a little bit different than every other human being on the planet. I mean, they got right now, you got like abortion laws to go rat people out for fucking, you know, doing a medical thing and all that. They're, they're fucking crazy, man. I love Texas, but goddamn, you know, y'all... You know, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know, if a whole country can ban a movie, I mean, I guess that's probably the argument. Is like they probably said, "Look, like this movie's not playing." They banned it in Finland. They banned no, it in Germany. Well, they banned it in the fucking UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all,
3: I'm all for, I'm on board with Drake. I mean, I think local governments should be able to do what they want to do with their oh, communities, sure. but like, you, I think also it, it should be up to the business. Yeah. Yeah. Players, yeah. Like, if it's, if it's a, a mom and pop
2: owned movie theater, you're, like, going to tell me what I can and can't play on my projector screens and charge yeah. you with dollar. You can just, like, like, not go see like, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just don't come to see it. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, like, bro, Nick said. maybe it it's up to the theater. The theater uh, yeah. is I mean, the theater. Gonna pull was, it yeah. Look, don't this is it. what
4: it is, bro. They could literally, like, if a town can boycott one movie out of right. your theater and you say, no, fuck you, your kids can come see this, they will never go to that theater. And then AMC gets run out and they'll just put another theater in. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things is that they they probably have a strict city law where it's like, we do not want NC-17 movies at our theaters. And that's what it is. Yeah,
3: it's all decency stuff because, like, in Florida, there was a decency law when Elvis performed and when the Rolling Stones performed, they got, like, fucking arrested and thrown in jail for being, like, too rambunctious and shit. So, I mean... Like I yeah. think the freedom of speech is like you can say whatever, but you don't need to like show in what they consider hey. graphic and like porn. Like you know, you can have porn, but you can't show porn at, you in know, a movie outside. theater. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. This the same time where they were arresting theaters.
1: they were arresting Jim Morrison off stage when he'd go up there with the Doors. <laughs> up next, <laughs> we sure. got the Doors. <laughs>
4: And then there's Pee Wee Herman getting caught beating his meat. Yeah, up. exactly. We talked about that
0: last <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, siding with
3: the business guys. Let's not get this twisted. <laughs> all right. Oh, I don't think
1: anybody's. We're no. we're not having a debate. No, we're just having a discussion. Art censorship makes me angry. <laughs> 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre inspired Ridley Scott to make Alien uh, 1979. He said, what way? I I guess it's like being trapped in a place with something that's trying to kill you. He called it the Texas chainsaw massacre in space. (laughs) A lot of people did. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And that inspired Jason X. I bet. One of the thing
3: is it's the implication and the allure of the suspense and, and like not actually necessarily the graphicness of it itself.
0: Right. Like an yeah.
3: alien, there, it was all about oh my god, oh my god! Like you're free- you're not actually seeing the alien, and you know that much.
1: One of the things that this movie did for Texas as well is this basically stopped. The hitchhiking culture in Texas. Oh, you are not hitchhiking across Texas anymore. Nobody's picking you up. That's, I mean, which is weird because most of the hi- hi-
4: like the highway killings is in California, isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, yeah. And they said the Texas, according to the Texas State Troopers, their hitchhiking murder incidents went down 18% after this movie. Wow. So that cool. was, yeah.
2: Wait, so uh, okay, circling back to that guy from the beginning. What was his whole deal? Where, where I'm struggling to figure out where he fits. He was into part of whole- the family.
1: He was like. I guess he, like, left the house. He was somewhere between the gas station and the house. And mm-hmm. I think, I don't know what his what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to somehow get them to the house. But he's also insane. You know? I think that that's in most, I,
4: there's a lot of movies like that. But yeah. I think in, even in the Leatherface ones that they have, there's always, like, somebody that kind of guides them yeah. Yeah. to their exactly. doom. It's
1: like one of those old... How, but how did the crazy well, hitchhiker help them get to the house
4: i don't no, understand the crazy hitchhiker was just i think one of the family members yeah he was I don't just think, i think it was just one of those things where he was probably going to get in and have them take him to the house and get it, but then they exactly. saw how weird he was and they, and they kicked, kicked him out. out but they still mm. wound up at the house yeah mm. because yeah. the next place that you could go was the gas station because no. like
1: these kids one of the whole things i mean it was also like a very oedipal story they are they're all incest <laughs> They grew up in this house. They've never left this house or the <laughs> gas you station.
3: Oedipal? Like Oedipus? Yeah, yeah man. Nice. It was.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> it definitely was. They definitely wanted to fuck their mom. That was like one of the whole <laughs> things, you know, and they probably did. And a bunch of them were probably born from that. Oh, you know? my God. I mean, was Leatherface is Leatherface. He is incest. Like, Leatherface is incest incarnate. Like, that's what that man is. <laughs> Listen,
3: you know? the politically correct term is inbreed.
2: inbred did you guys play uh, Resident Evil 7 uh, yeah a little bit it's very now that it's very letter it's very like that family vibes I never really put that together before Red Dead Redemption
1: has a good scene of you're going into that like house where the brother and sister clearly eat people Mm. they like fuck each other and eat people, you know, like Texas Chainsaw <laughs> um, Massacre. That's what I was saying earlier about how big this was. Yeah. I mean, this started, I think uh, the Hills have, you know, well, Hills have eyes is an old, yeah, for old sure. too, but the yeah. new
4: way that they made it with right. like, so much gore. Very yeah. Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. For sure. yeah. uh,
2: I wait, I don't know if I've ever seen the original, the Hills have eyes. I think I've only seen oh, one. It's so fucked up, dude. Wait. It's
4: got that one guy in it. He's like on the main, he's the main, like he'll have eyes guy. He plays like a weird guy and everything. Huh.
2: I think I've only seen the 2006 version. Really? Which is good. Oh, I, I think if so I'm bad. remembering correctly, no, it
1: was good. It was, yeah. it was too good. But uh, yeah, all these years later, almost everyone involved in this movie feels like scarred for life. Apparently. Um, I know I mentioned earlier, Ed Neal, the hitchhiker, he said this was worse than numb. <laughs> 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 he said he can't even speak about this movie without becoming enraged. So he can probably tell you a story about how, like, he, like, zippo a whole village yeah. in Nam, but, like, he no. won't talk about the this. The weird thing is, bro, you know what it is, is that
4: what happened was is that they were put through so much immense torture, yeah. and then they didn't, I don't think any of them went anywhere in their acting
1: careers after No, afterwards. a lot of them died. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, not so, dying. well, With I'm saying, careers. so, like, it's one of those yeah, um, things where... I went through all that for they're nothing. They're
4: like, yes. not, I don't even want to remember it, because it was, like, the... Highest they've ever been, and their downfall because mm-hmm. it was like a movie that they were creating, mm-hmm. and yeah, and then like it destroyed the rest of their shit. And
1: it's not like Toby Hooper took off after this; he did. He he teamed up with Spielberg, mm-hmm. and then um one of the producers, like as of like 2003, won an Oscar. You know, like these people all mm-hmm. like the the producers and the writers went on to do stuff. Actors their careers kind of died after this. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And which sucks even worse to see people and dude, it gets even worse. Um, so let me see. Robert Kewen, a trial lawyer who invested in the film. <laughs> so one of the investors was also a trial lawyer. You got like the mayor of Austin and a, and a prosecutor, I guess. Um, he would spend years fighting for the profits that should have poured into Austin, That was the whole deal, was like, these profits Mm. are going to come back to the Austin Film Commission. And they were instead siphoned off by a distribution company. They disappeared, (laughs) like, this thing. It was one of those movies that was sketchy where they said they never turned a profit, but Mm. they saw this thing open at $30 million, you know? And people are like, where did that money go? (laughs) Well, good old, uh, what's-his-face. Toby Hooper. Was Toby Hooper
4: to, just took off. He's yeah. like, take the money <laughs> yep. and
1: run. Take the money and run. Marilyn Burns, the uh, the actress who you know was the final girl in the horror in the in the movie, uh, she said she said the same thing. She said this was a resume killer. Um, Gunnar Hansen. It sucked for him because he inspired Jason and Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and all this shit. He felt like, but he kind of never got his payday from it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, He said, I'm happy I did it, but they'll probably put Gunnar Hansen, he was Leatherface, on my gravestone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Was it because – because I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the one in 2003 – Was it because they weren't good actors?
1: No, they were good. I thought they were good. I think it was just the controversy of the movie. Yeah, because a
2: slasher film doesn't require you to be like a top tier actor. So, and this is like an indie film. They probably weren't super experienced. It was just one of those things where it's just like there just wasn't a breakout star from this movie. Exactly. Slashers.
1: That is actually, yeah, for sure. A lot of slashers. I mean, I don't know what it is about him, but it just doesn't it's, require great yeah, acting. But yeah, but Friday the 13th, the How first one you. had Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, a lot of people started, uh, Matthew McConaughey was in, in Texas, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. 3. 3. Yeah. yeah, that was his, like, first really? big thing. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Johnny Depp. doesn't have a breakout star, like oh, yeah. sometimes. Johnny, Johnny Depp was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, George Clooney, right, was in, like, the the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Stephen yeah. Dorff. Attack, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, yeah. You know, the guy, yeah. the, is that, who his name is, Stephen Dorff? Stephen Dorff, yeah. He was
4: in The Gate, which was a horror movie well, when he was a kid. Steven.
3: Will uh, Will Smith got his start in a, a ho- Western horror uh, with Kevin Klein called Wild Wild West.
0: <laughs>
1: that was a true horror. That was one of the scariest ones I've ever seen. So There's nothing more <laughs>
3: terrifying than a giant mechanical spider in the 1800s. <laughs> I
4: don't know, bro. Oh if you were God. in the 1800s and seen a giant mechanical spider, you might shit be your terrifying. pants. That
1: would definitely be terrifying. I'd shit my pants if I seen one now. <laughs> But yeah, this movie went on to do. Let's see, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine uh, sequels. I think. So I think there's, I think there's nine or ten movies. I, all I have together. the list if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Go so ahead. there's
2: Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, Bo-de-do. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, This is like a I guess a reboot, same name. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. Uh- Texas Chainsaw 3D 3D oh, oh, oh. Leatherface and then this year another Texas Chainsaw Massacre this is so
1: weird there is a new <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre out as we speak and you said
2: it's on Netflix Not, it's a, yes it's on Netflix it nine was movies written,
1: total one of the writers is Kim Hankel the original writer wow oh, nice Wow. Yeah. what
4: pisses me off is that they can, can keep fucking beating a dead horse with this shit but they can't, like, where's the new Jason? I want to see a new Jason movie. Yeah, again. me too. Yeah. You know, or Danny
1: like, McBride just did that new Michael Myers one. Yeah, yeah let's get around too. Michael to Myers, yeah, the whole that'll time. That'd awesome. be hilarious. Yeah. They'll yeah, get it around it eventually.
3: One of the things yeah. that I thought was interesting is, um, we were talked about at the beginning, this is one of the first movies that used the based on a true story uh, mon- motif, right? And, like, right. use that as their big advertising. Well, before that, it's not that it, it was the reverse. Um, it was stated before movies that the characters in this film have no, uh, they're like, the, it's like the disclaimer. Like, none of the yeah. characters in this yeah, film depict a real too. person yeah. living or descent, deceased. And the reason I know that is because that's the rat card at the beginning of Reefer Madness. Yeah.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I want to have a live correction. Uh, this Texas Chainsaw, uh, this new one, is not out yet. It is in August of 2021. The film was revealed oh. to be skipping a theatrical release. And it would be going straight to Netflix.
4: Okay. That's so up, That's probably uh, going to come out within... Hopefully There's, by Halloween. There was yeah. no da- there
2: was no date on this film. Ah, there was something no, like another year. There was something now. deeply wrong with whatever this movie is turning out to yeah. be, because there was no date and it they was. They got Danny DeVito
1: to, <laughs> to play the Texas Chainsaw Mass. Man, it, look, Gunnar Hansen died. It's over. Leatherface is gone. Oh, did did, somebody did, else. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah.
2: Did they honor his request of putting he was Leatherface on his grave? <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Hey, they should have. They should have.
1: Mm-hmm. He said it. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, oh. that's uh that'll do it. That that'll do it for old Texas Chainsaw Massacre hey. out here. Hope everybody's it's- having a good spooky season. I just want to give a big shout out and
3: thank you to our vast listener army of lumberjacks, ice sculptors, yes. <laughs> And <laughs> woodworkers out
1: there, and right? uh, serial killers be that be here like here to without, use yeah. chainsaws. When and, and Columbo crime family, those old guys are probably still using those chainsaws. You know, they got used to the ways. of the who knows?
4: Maybe I'll get a, a
1: chainsaw sponsor. Dude, come on, give us steel steel chainsaws. That. You can go to steelchainsaws.com com slash film history to get twenty percent off.
2: <laughs> Alright, so uh, before we close out, I guess we'll uh, we'll do all pluggables. Yep. Um, you can find me at Drake Cummings on Instagram, at Drake underscore Cummings on Twitter, at Hollywood Drake on TikTok. You can check out my uh, clothing line at Raging20smerch.com. Nick? Uh you can my IG's
4: <laughs> at Young the Number One Z-E-K-E. Um, you can check me out on YouTube, Young Zeke. Um, I mean, that's
1: about it, really. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Dev.
3: Uh, Sailor underscore Dev on Insta and uh, AbraCadabra Films everywhere else. Uh, we got fun stuff.
1: Yeah, you can find me at Jimmy Deloy or James Y Scott on all the socials. You can find film history out there, all that shit. Uh, but you can also find me shopping in the very, very back room of a furniture store, <laughs> picking out a nice skin chair. <laughs> <laughs> On Phil History, of the history, history of, history. of
0: You know what I'm talking about?